Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the welcome to the Polarizer podcast. Today, I'm talking to Thomas Slotboom, who is the CEO and how. What's your job function in your own company? Um, a trainer will be the most uh, uh, most spend time on <laughs> trainer and CEO yeah. of yeah. Soul Vision. Exactly. Yes. And what do you do in two sentences? Two sentences. Um, we train people to be at the right spot at a job, and how to do that is uh, by uh, video uh, applying, where uh, the employer should look more for the who instead of the what. And 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 uh, the goal, of the, the means with that, that's video applying to get a personal hint yeah. in in uh, in the appliance uh, process. So your mission is to replace the CV and the yeah. application letter, essentially. In, in, in the current time, the 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 CV, the what is is re- is less relevant than the who with what intention you're working. All right, and for. we talk we talk about that for quite some time. Yeah, and um, it's a it's a new way of of doing this, and it is hugely successful like the numbers are crazy no. it's uh it, it's a new method that really works no. so we talk a bit about that we also talk about uh, computer games gaming and how that can be a positive thing in life as well by making friends online and uh yeah we we went a little bit into psychology as well like the way yeah, people yeah. act in the virtual world how that represents their character yeah and I also believe, like, like I think through all, the whole story is, is like, uh, I, I find out, I tell a little bit why and how I came to certain decisions or certain directions, and the reasoning behind it. Yes. So yeah, we went, we went in all kinds of directions. Yeah. It was good. It was fun. It was very long, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It was great, man. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's, that's this episode. And this episode is brought to you by Alert. Alert is the app for travelers who have a food allergy. So if you are traveling abroad in a country where you don't speak the language, Alert will help you tell everyone there what you're allergic to. The app supports 44 different languages, the 14 most common food allergies in the world, which cover 90% of all cases. So you start up the app, you select what you're allergic to, peanuts, dairy, shellfish, um, Name another one. Gluten. All four, all the fourteen big ones. Fish. There's, uh, there's a lot of things out there, and they're all in there. You select that. You select your vegetarian diet or vegan diet, and you select the language of your choosing. Press the big yellow button, and your phone will display an allergy card. So, if you're a common traveler and you're allergic to stuff, definitely necessity. I would say. That's very true. That's right. And you can find this app in uh, the iOS App Store if you search for Alert. You spell it with double L A L L E R T, and you go to alertapp.com to get more information about the app and uh, all the stuff that's going on there. We also got a mailing list. If you get on there, you will always stay up to date with all that stuff. Bye. It's time to start the show. Later. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening and enjoy this show, motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah, Recorded someplace random on this interesting planet we live on with your host, Nick Hubei. You're listening to the Polarizer Podcast. Five, 
I've only known you for two weeks or so, I yeah. think, something like that. Yeah, about yeah, two weeks, yeah. Yeah, and uh, we met in this uh, co-working space in Rotterdam where you can just hire a flex desk for a hundred bucks a month. Yes. And we both have in common that we're entrepreneurs or, we're, we're, yeah, we are. I would yeah. say we are, for sure. Uh, I, th I think everyone should be a little bit of an entrepreneur, just depending on which, which amount you are an entrepreneur, I guess. Yes. Um, but if you say I'm an entrepreneur, people instantly think that you're driving a big, big fat BMW. But that's not always the case, though. It's it's not also, for me yet. It's yet, it's, a, yet. it's a matter of perspective. I mean, if if you're trying to um, make 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 your life like you want to, uh, it's a small example. Um, if 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 a, if a house lady starts to think like oh I cannot work but I want to work but I'm stick to my kids okay what do you do you start a, a child nursery it it, mm. it takes a little thing to be an entrepreneur to think like okay how can I make my life easier get income and do stuff on the side I like that's true like, and thanks for reminding me why I think you're an interesting guy yeah. and you uh, you have a business in there too. Uh, what do you do? You have this uh, unique concept that I think uh, has a real future. Yeah. Um, well, let me dig in a little bit about my background or where I come from or where uh, the idea came from because it didn't came out of nothing. I think I want to be in, like an entrepreneur or a business owner when I was like 11 or 12. I got my uh, first uh, paper, uh, what do you say, paper, uh, paper, paper job. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what I do is I had a lot of flats, like apartment uh, buildings, and I had single households. And what I do with the single household, that was like maybe I had to a uh, thousand addresses and 100 were single households, which would I would spend two hours on and the other 900 I would do in like 30, 40 minutes because like tuck, 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 tuck. Right. And the other ones you had to walk from door to door. Door to door, into the yard. Yeah. yeah. So what I asked little kids, two years, three years younger, yo, you want to have some money? He's like, yeah, <laughs> sh sure. And they do the houses for one guilder at the time. And um, yeah. they, 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 they cut my half my work in half. Which is like 50 cents. You know? it, yeah. In money, yeah. I didn't, yeah. didn't, didn't care. Right. So I was employing people when I was 12. So it's, it didn't came out of nothing. It, That's it, a cool story, man. It's, it's, it, it, but it is a true story in a way of like, I always try to see uh, not necessarily business, but uh, progress in, in a situation. How can Opportunity. I make... Opportunity, yeah. Um, yeah, I think opportunity is where it sums it down to, or this is where it starts. So is there an opportunity to make things easier or nicer or better or imp improvement, I would say. I'm, I'm like an enhancer, an improver, mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily I have to reinvent some. Or actually, I do like to reinvent stuff. I'm not like an inventor, like, oh, I want to come up with something new. I know, like, I'd rather take something which is already there and then improve it. Um, my background, HRM, human resource management, um, I'm an intermediate consultant, so uh, selling and hiring uh, personnel, a, lo a lot of, um, how do you say this, um, the English term, job job appliance, a lot of... A lot of people applying for jobs. Yeah, yeah. so due to that you get um, in touch with a lot of why do people do stuff, because that's that's was also my trigger to to do the recruitment work I did 
was to get to know why did the people do stuff. I was really interested in, in the why. If I look at myself, I'm, I'm a quite complicated person. And I had to really like figure out why I'm that complicated and what's, um, how do I tick? And from, from my own understanding, until I get to that point, from that point on, I start to see the other points on other people as well, in, in a way of like, um, um, if you have a shortcoming, it's, it's just a matter of realization if you have that shortcoming and you, you find your, your work around it. But if you ignore or are not aware of that shortcoming... Or refuse to acknowledge it. Consciously or, or, or unconsciously, just ignore it, right? And that's, that's refusing. And, and um, basically, that, that, this is where a lot of energy loss is in general ways. The, the, it doesn't matter if it's really complex or really simple. People jamming their, themselves. And I jam myself as well due to my complexity. And I, I didn't have a mentor or somebody who was like really older and like explain me like, hey, Thomas, this is where you do wrong. I had to figure it out by myself, which was good because it makes you stronger in the end. Um, so it's not the easy way. Definitely not. Um, but I do think it's a hard way in a way of like um, the, 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 the quote of Einstein, uh, someone who uh, has never failed at anything, did, did never learn anything as well. Right. So yeah. I failed a lot. And due to that, I, I gained more power. And that's why I, I worked, for example, as well as a reintegration coach. So I would help people to get back to work. And it's usually just a state of mind, just, just to point some things out that people are like, hey, you do have uh, weaknesses. Hey, try to explore them a little bit. But you do have strengths as well, you know, exploit them. And um, so you're basically... Um Taking the ne uh, taking the negatives away and and making the positives stronger of it, a person. It, it's it's usually with with, with um, um, jammed behavioral issues. It's just bad habits, bad routines. It's it's usually behavior which repetitive. It always comes back in different cases. And for example, if 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 you if you hard trusting people. This will affect you in many, many situations on many different levels. And maybe even at, at places where you don't even realize, oh, it's, it's insecurity or it's, I don't know, it just it, it ignores it. It's, it's like a blind spot. Right. Pe people like to keep that blind spot as well. That makes, um, I believe from, from, from what I know, the, the ego f uh, feeds that blind spot mm -hmm. because the ego is like protecting yourself. So also your flaws. He's like, oh, it's, it's okay. Just ignore it. It's, right. It's, it, it's not really pushing you. I think from from nat or the nature of ego is not like oh make yourself better. No. So your ego is, is there, quote unquote, protecting you, but it's actually sorry, my French, it's, fucking you up. Yeah, it's protecting itself. Yeah, itself on yeah. itself, and it has a self interest, and right. not necessarily your best interest. Yeah. And try to separate yourself from that ego is really hard. But this is where consciousness starts. Yeah, because. People uh, breaking habits, even if they're bad habits, and even if they uh, know they are bad habits, they if you if someone else points those out, they usually get angry. Yeah, and, uh, and that's that self-protecting mechanism. Even, even if uh, you know, if if I would tell uh, a friend who just hypothetical, a friend who was drinking too much, and I would tell him like, "Hey man, you uh, you're drinking a lot lately. Yeah. So you, maybe you should slow down a little bit." and 
big chance that that person will get angry well, in, instead of accepting like oh yeah that's right I, I'm, I'm not doing the right thing here no uh, well to, to get to that point it's it's um, negative self-projection is real Carl Jung is, is basically an explanation of, of what, what, what you just described. Um, if, if you get irritated about someone else, it's it's probably says says more about you than about the other person. Yeah, you kind of you you probably subconsciously recognize things in that other person that um, that you hate about yourself. Exa- yeah. Exactly. When you're the person who's always late. The minute or the time you're 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 the 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 opportunity when you're on time, you're complaining to other people. Oh, why you're so late? <laughs> I mean, you of all people should know <laughs> as a person who always comes late, uh, uh, stuff happen. Mm-hmm. So, but automatically the person will be like, oh, now I'm on on time on time and you're late, and they would they would negatively project their own bad habits to other people. Right, and th- that's like where where, where if. If, for example, I think it's really annoying when somebody interrupts me, I interrupt a lot of people a lot of time <laughs> as well. Right. So I, I try to keep away from that or at least acknowledge that when I interrupt someone, like, oh, oh wait, hold back because you don't like it neither. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where um, your, your good sides always has a bad side on, on, its, on itself. I'm going to right. give an example where... I mean, that, that's just like uh, what you, what you uh, explained there. That's like one of those like biblical wisdoms, like uh, don't, don't do to anything, don't do it to anyone else what you don't like done to you, you know. It's, it's like it's one simple. of those universal kind of, you know. But that's more teaching backwards because that's more like uh, saying that like, don't do the stuff you don't like to be done to you. Yeah, and, yeah that, that's and, what uh, I meant. Um, yeah. But that's reactive. I'm, I'm, I'm talking in a proactive sense in a way of like acknowledge when you're doing bad. When you are, uh, for example, complaining on someone, do acknowledge that, hey, uh, is it fair to complain? Or is it going to change the, 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 the topic and matter? No, is it going to change anything? So right. it's more choice of positive or negative, I guess. Yeah, yeah, sure. But, but that's just a more zoomed in version of that, that, that over overarching truth you know well how, how you perceive your reality of course and and it's just it's it's a simple saying but you're your own limitation and when you constantly this is come well, hold back. on what what you're you're your own limitation okay you are your own limitation where okay. some people say yeah but it's my surrounding it's my heritage it's my schooling it's my work environment it's the job i have or the resources i have or it's my gender that's a big one now or it's uh, you know it's everything else but not me yeah yeah (laughs) it's 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 always some something else than you and so you're limited yourself to some certain opportunities or just give an example um I did an entry exam when I was 21 because I didn't, after the middle school, I just stopped because I was working for myself. First I did sales, or I did horeca, sales. Like uh, hospitality, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hospitality. Um, then I did some sales and then I came in recruitment. That was like 2009 uh, or a little bit before that, uh, 2008. But when the financial crisis hit, that's when basically... Um, one of those sectors was hit really hard and i was at a point where like i could choose like okay am i going to continue working or maybe i should get get back to school but do i want to and why do i want to and i was at a point i was like okay i want to prove 
not necessarily towards other people I can do this. I wanted to prove to myself, like, hey, you got a good set of brains. You might as well make use of it because I was doing okay jobs. I was earning pretty okay for an, an, an unschooled person. <laughs> but right. it, it, there is like a There a was glass. something more in you. Well, there's a glass ceiling yeah. with, with, with an uneducated job or an educated job. That's true. Which I think is ridiculous, but they want that proof of that paper so much. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to show to myself I can do it, and then you have nothing to say as well. Right. Well, but but oh, I think that's our uh, that's our cooking. That's our dinner in a bit. Yeah. But we can but, uh, finish this up uh, for a bit. Um, but but uh, to be fair though, uh, education is is a glass ceiling that. Well, I'm not sure if I would call it a glass ceiling if if someone has a has an education. Because uh, no, if you'd call it a glass ceiling, you'd be doing no, a I disservice don't. to education. Um, I mean, if someone has a uh, university degree or mm. a master's degree, yeah. that says something about the abilities of that person. If only that he that that person can stick with something and see for four it out. years or eight years. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, I there's there's a reason why. But it, it says something, but not yeah. everything. It That's not, for sure. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not denying that. Right. If if you get a yeah. uh, paper X, it, it, it's not denying you. Maybe can doing Y or Z. I mean, no, it's, for it's, sure. It's, yeah. And if you don't have paper X, you might be even more valuable to the com- to it, that. It, company. it does not define you as a person, but in no. a working area, it does. Yeah. And and th- this is where my point is. Um, um, let me put it like this. Just because I got the paper, people believe that, okay, I can work at a certain level. Yes. But before I had that paper, I could do as well. That's true. But so me proving the paper was more like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to do what you say for four years and, and that's where I get the paper for. Mm-hmm. I'm willing, I, I can complete that cycle or that, that path. But that's my problem with the, with the education system is that they teach people to walk in the lines and that's color true. between lines. And if you step outside, you, you're menace to society or you rebel well, or... I mean, that's, I mean that's, that's the negative side of it, but yeah. it also has a positive side because not everyone has the discipline to see it through, you know. I, I or, don't believe the education is bad in uh, general, but I'm you, talking about the form in school with, right. with school benches and the traditional uh, lecturing. Yeah. And but what's, well, do you, do you have a viable alternative? Not necessarily alternative, but more additions. Okay. Where um, a lot of classes are just based on, on a certain knowledge or a certain skill, but not um, what I miss with, with kind of edu- any education was, was self-development. Mm-hmm. Because you're developing some skills. Yes. But who are you as a person? And it yeah. sounds very Zen or very. No, but uh, it's, it's, it's it's true though. Yeah, it's true. But self-development it does yeah. not start at when you're 25 and you're you're at the job coach and who asked, oh, what do you want to do with your life? Mm-hmm. It it starts at an early age. Yes, when you're 12, you got to make your the decision. Your entire life, you know. So, yeah. When you're 12, you got to make the decision which path you're gonna to choose the the math or half of AVO at the middle and the higher and yeah, the, like the dif- different levels yeah. of high school. Yeah. And how would you know at that age? Yeah, like, you don't know shit. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't even know that you that you you know can do more with your dick than taking a piss. And, and this is a good example. That, that's why I make the examples. When, when I was like around 14, 15, I didn't have had a clue, but I wanted to be an, a, a touring bus driver. In retrospect, Hold on, you, you want to be a tour- touring bus driver. How old were you when you... Uh... Like, like 15, 14 or okay. something. And 
in retrospective why I wanted that because I wanted to be uh, have, have like a responsibility of a group and want to bring them somewhere and and during that I wanted to like bring more than just oh, be a, a silly bus driver <laughs> you know I would, would like right. talk with the people and I would Put like on some music yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, it's it, it's not that I wanted to be a bus driver does not say much but why Right. Because the, the why says more, and and if I look now later, what what, what really def does define me? I like to learn stuff, but I even like to teach it to others even more. Right, you you want to pass on the knowledge. Yeah. So so in a training for uh, training or coaching, that that's in every job I do. It is a little bit training, coaching, guidance, learning. I'm learning as well. <laughs> uh, leadership, show what you what you what you eh, where you stand for stuff like that, and this is what I think is important. Um, that's why I, I, at a certain point, um, I went back to school, I guess, in a, in a way of like, education is, is okay. And it's good to give that, to take that time to go to school and to have actually the time. Because in, in, in my education, there was also a big part of uh, training and coaching. Mm -hmm. The minors and stuff like that, I choose for that specific direction. Right, you, you, you yeah, okay. There was yeah. the part I really liked where if you ask like, what did you learn from there was for me to take the time to look at myself because coaching and training is all about from from within. You have to understand yeah. yourself before you can teach another, yes. logically. Um, but during that, I was like, actually took the time because before I was working full time since I was like 15, actually. So I never took that time. I'm like, who are you? What do you want? Well, which, which, what do you actually want? You know? And, right. Um, that, that, that is something I really learned from there. Like, find yourself, find your strengths, find your mm -hmm. weaknesses, the, the exploit in, in, in a good way. Yeah. Be, be okay with your, with your weakness. It's not bad to have weaknesses, to right. be, at least be aware of it and, and get stronger from it. Um, get shit done, basically, as well. Yeah. <laughs> Don't procrastinate everything or blame it on everything else. Yes. It's up to you, and that's, that's the point what I made. You're your own limitation. Yep, 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 yep. So... And also your own uh, potential. Exactly. Right. Now the potential for some dinner. That's a good idea. <laughs> but, uh, let's take a little break yo. and uh, we'll be right back. Yo, yo. All right, and we're back. That's a cool intro. Thanks, yo, yo, yo. Uh, thanks for dinner, man. Yeah, it was good, man. It was great. Filled. Shoosh. What did you make again for uh, our listeners? Um, it was, uh, what was the name again? Uh, rendang. It's yeah. an Indonesian uh, this, uh, dish. Very good. Yes. Um, Indonesian food is so fucking great. Oh, it's good, man. Second was to it? Italian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, shared first place. That's where I would put it. Fair enough, fair enough. Yes. Um, but to continue. Although, although right. barbecue is also pretty damn good. Yeah, you're the barbecue guy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but we are not here to talk about food. Yes, uh, where to pick up. Uh, I do want to address what is positive about school because... The, yes, the, the, um, yes. Let me start off the negative thing. The schooling system in the last, let's say, 100 years did not change at all. Yes, it, no. It's, the, the form and, and, of course, what you teach will change, but the setting is still the same. Where society progresses, it does not really um, make it fit or it's connect. When people are finished with school, they, they're not equipped well enough for the real world. Yes. In any level of school or any moment, they are unequipped to get to the next step. Like life skills, you mean? 
life skills, but also what you want to address what you want and uh, basically making your own path, what to do. Knowing, knowing what you want out of life. Yeah, it, uh, I guess a projected trajectory. Knowing where, knowing where you go knowing, to. Knowing where you should aim. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but the positive thing was what in my education was a lot of training and coaching related. There was... Um, what, what kind of education do you have? Human, human resource management. Okay. It, it's quite... Bachelor's different. degree? Or? Yeah, bachelor degree. Um, on a note, I did it on an entry exam because I didn't have the credentials for it uh, because I never fi yeah, finished any school. You never finished high school? Mm, no. Me yeah. neither, actually. I finished the basic one, but there was like sub low, low, minus one level. And there was like... Similar story, man. I, yeah. I dropped out of high school when I was 15 years old. It's a long story, well, but but I also did the entrance exam to college when I was 21 years old. And I, I got kicked off for, for like, I think like in total of like six, seven educations. because I was, out of school. It, it was not like I was necessarily a bad student, but I was a bad student. You know, I was that that annoying guy. The that, class clown? Not necessarily clown. If I would, if I would be there, <laughs> uh, I would correct the teachers. And <laughs> they they didn't like it, and uh, I was always provoking teachers. And it's scary and, how similar our story is, man. <laughs> it's it's. I think it's a common trait where people um, are not necessarily stupid or they're unwillingly, um, but they just don't com comply too much or, or not enough. And that's Low where agreeableness. Well, this is where I think the schooling system is failing because it teaches you to say yes, and you can question the question, but you cannot question the questionnaire. Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's pretty one stream direction well, to teach you in, how to think. In s on some level, it kind of should be that way because if you're at a university and like a real legit professor is lecturing you, I would say you, you, uh, it's not your place to question the questioner as a student. Wh why I'm saying this is because, for example... Um, but maybe that's, that's like a very academic thing that I'm talking about now but maybe but it's more like the reflection what do you do with the knowledge and this is the part where you don't get any guidance or counseling with because on a school yeah you get educated okay but what do you do with that education how, how to use this knowledge how to properly use it and of course in the lesson you 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 get taught a subject and of course you can implement it and you know how to implement it but what does it mean to you what what did you experience from it what did you gain from it the personal reflection from it where i think schools in general are not guiding enough and and we were discussing the um in in, in the mid like 15 16 centuries you had like the, the guilds where you could basically train from you're like 10 years old until you're like master a, a specific trade you got get to teach how to breathe, think, do, act, and, and also in a, like a, in a paternal way or in a, in a parenting way, where to come back at with the unequippedness after an uh, education, um, what was the point I wanted to make? Um, <laughs> like a, you, you were talking about a guild kind of, kind of guiding. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, where the where the corporates are now coming short. We have we have the whole generation millennials. Yes. And spoiled generation. They, For they, sure. It's it's, it's it, me as a millennial. I, I know the the weak traits of millennials. Or you could say weak, but we have been taught wrong. Mm. Which not with a bad intention. Which is a good example of a weak trait. It's not my fault. 
it's more like, okay, it's not your fault, but it's always your responsibility to do something with it. Even if the... Uh, yeah, but that second part, not, not a whole lot of people... Uh see that well th- th- that's a flaw of, of of the millennials they put the blame on someone else yes and this is mainly their problem like look okay what what, what is your they feel entitled they want everything now did, did you see the the serena williams thing this week um, where, where she lost a match and she was she was caught cheating and uh, her her coach was coaching her from the audience which mm-hmm. is against tennis rules yeah and then um uh, she uh, she got uh, a um, penalty for that, mm-hmm. and then she said, "No, I'm not cheating." And then she got caught again, and then she said, "Well, everyone's doing it, and because because I'm a woman, I'm getting punished because men do this all the time." Yeah, <laughs> she lost the match. It was a, it was a disgrace to to mm-hmm. tennis in general, and the and the girl who won. Yeah, this twenty year old, very young, um, in their prime. Well, I mean, like she, she was like she was like a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Like she, she was, she was, she just won the Grand Slam, and yeah. she didn't, she had no idea what what she went through, you know. Mm-hmm. Like she just defeated the Serena Williams, yeah. And her whole moment got completely ruined by all the drama that yeah. Serena Williams created because, like, it's not my fault, and you are mistreating me, and I'm a victim, and you know, and it's a whole drama. It's still still all over the news now. But that's a good example of exactly that, you know, like just. Again, it's it's political correctness. You can look at from both sides. On one side, she could have comp- compiled to the to the customs to the game. On the other side, you can treat it. Well, these are equal. the rules that that, that yeah. we all agreed on, right? I mean, mm. if you if you uh, play chess with someone and you just uh, change the rules, then you're not playing chess anymore. Yeah, agreed, agreed. No, uh, definitely. Um, we'll get to the point where. Um, Went off on a segue, yeah, sorry. The the, the, the the positive point about school, because um, in my education, there was a lot of part of our training and coaching, which helped me develop my personal skills. I sought that knowledge of myself and not necessarily only within the school lines, because the HRM uh, degree is, is quite diverse. you got law, psychology, sociology, uh, organizational structure, culture, uh, really the understanding how a company works smaller, middle and, and bigger companies to get a better understanding. And because I, I worked already for like five years, actually had a re- reference point where I saw all my classmates, they were like, they were receiving the information, but they couldn't really place it. They could not relativate it because they were not in the, in, in the companies yet or they were not in the working fields. So teaching at school is, is quite passive. It's, it is. It's, it's not quite cutting it. And... Oh, huh, that's very interesting. I never thought about it that way. Right? Yeah. And I choose to be at that school. I choose to say, okay, I I want to do an education now. I pick this one, not by force because I'm chosen to, mm-hmm. or I'm forced to choose something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was out of own choice, out of own pay as well. And, um, so you're, what kind of job were you working while you were doing this? None. Um, basically what I did... Uh, <laughs> It's quite personal, but I'll, I'll keep it um, short. Uh, I get 260 euros scholarship a month, mm-hmm. and my rent was 460 euros. Just to paint that picture, um, I got a, a, student, a student loan, which was like 600 euros a month, and I sued my father. Oh. <laughs> uh, basically, I never asked any uh, financial support on my parents or whatever, 
But because of the divorce, there was a clause that he had to pay for my education if I wanted to go to school. That was just a part of it. Okay. And he didn't. Hmm. And he did afterwards because I did not involve him in the decision. That was basically <laughs> the whole the whole issue. But to not get to wrap uh, we, wrapped we can, up too we, much, we but can leave this out if you want. Uh, we'll decide later. But uh, I I don't really mind because it does shape me in a way of like sometimes you got to fight for your right you know it's there and I'm, i was eligible for it because why do you think i got a scholarship of 260 euros mm-hmm. because the income of the parents was not bad right so it's not something uh i felt really entitled to but i was like yo help me out man on that side and so I, I i i borrowed money from from the government and with that pay and I had some side jobs and maybe you want to cut this out, but <laughs> um, my main trade was selling um, uh, reproduction clothes. Let me put it like this. Mm, <laughs> um, reproduction clothes. Okay. Just, as, just as the real, um, but very durable, high quality. And I, I really enjoyed selling clothes. Right. Just, just uh, It was a very good side income, pretty legit. It was not very... Hardcore illegal. Let me put it like this: You were right. not ruining people's life. You were clothing them right. in nice clothes. You know, right. it was not something bad. You know, um, hey, this, you, this you gotta cut out. I did yeah. a lot more. But <laughs> we're not gonna include this. <laughs> um, 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 so, so I got well, around. That's, that's some story, man. That's uh, okay. Well, yeah. Just to just to pay my environment, I, I did not come from like a rich environment at all. I've been raised like very, very sober, a military w- way. Let mm-hmm. me put it like this. Um, very disciplined. Uh, take care of your own business ways. Not not very uh, warm, but but do I could count on on certain stuff, right. you know and and. Not particularly bad, but I had to fight for my own share in this world. You know, I'm the yes. oldest of now f- four, four and a half. Um, yes, yeah, as, as, as old as you you get more, but you get more resistance as well, because you're the first one to try it out. You know, you, you're the first one to try your parents out, you know. <laughs> um, so that, it, um, to get back on... Um, okay, the, 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 the education or the training or the, the relativating aspect from um, putting a light on yourself did me very good because it was I was always a person who trying to understand stuff. I was, I was really like trying to analyze stuff. Like, very curious. Very much, you know, it's 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 where where little kids were playing outside and, and I was like analyzing the structure of the building or looking at the plans. And it's, <laughs> it's, it sounds like artistic, but I'm not artistic. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, um, and, and even if, if, if I was artistic, then it would explain it a lot more, but I'm not. So it's, 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 uh, they well, tra- you know, we, we all, well, I think everyone's got a little traits here and there. That could, well, I mean, it's, it's, it, I'd, I, I'm probably, I probably have a little bit of it too, you know, like I just, uh, same with this whole podcast thing, the way I obsess about mm-hmm. it, even though, you know, it's not making me a whole lot of money, you know, yeah. a lot of, a lot of people would think that that's crazy, you know. It's it's a way to express yourself, you know, and, and I'm going to take an example from my childhood who would work even now today, which I learned during that, uh, during the time on school, is that um, I'm very, very, I'm very stubborn. I'm like, like, um, I'm, I'm always trying to do things autonomous my own way. Right. 
you know. Again, that sounds very, uh, very familiar. <laughs> it's, it's, let me put it like this, it's, it's really something f from me which really worked against me. But shedding some proper light on it, where it comes from, and I'm going to give an example. I'm, I'm a, I have a pretty old soul in a way of like one of my traits is I'm, I'm very. How old are you? I'm only 29, so it's it's. I don't consider myself old, but I feel myself sometimes very much older. And yes, well, you, you got a good deep radio voice, so people might think that you're 50 or something. <laughs> well, yeah, I hear that more time when I'm when I'm gaming, but we'll get later on it. Because also I'm like very uh, righteous. I'm like really justice is really important, like like ownership and stuff like that. And when I was a small kid, I was five years old. Like the basic yeah. Western values are deeply instilled in you, kind of. I I don't know I don't know which which my spirit is, but it's 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 old sometimes. You know my my uh, my mom always used to say sometimes you blink and then I see you a hundred years old man and then you blink again and then baby Thomas is back. You know, so like she, she would recognize it and um, to give you a very much clearing and um, clearing example. So when I was like uh, five years old, so it was like maybe third grade or something, <clears throat> people were throwing pencils and I was like a naughty boy and I throw a lot of time to pencils, but it was not me this time. But the teacher told me, Thomas picked it up and said, teacher, I, miss, I, I didn't throw them. Yeah, but I, me as your teacher, I want you to pick them up. I'm like, but... No, miss, I didn't throw them, so it's not up to me to pick them up. Because I, I think it wasn't fair, because if I would throw them, I would say, okay, I will pick them up. Yes. I would not deviously want to be like going against what they said, but I didn't yeah, feel you were, right. you were being honest. The next day, yeah. I was at a remedial teacher, and they were trying to look at me if I have like OCD or any uh, behavior issues, mm -hmm. which I didn't. <laughs> But ba Based on that interaction? Based on that interaction, because I didn't want to compile with with authority and they see it as wrong but they didn't ask a single time why are you why are you don't, don't want to throw it mm. because i said it m multiple times but they they're not listening i said i did not throw it mm -hmm. i'm a five-year-old kid i cannot express myself and like yeah. the whole the scientific debate but and most five-year-old <clears throat> kids would lie about it or be not even that thoughtful about okay uh, why i'm doing this and I was, and that's a good example. My stubbornness, I would just not compile. I could not color into the li uh, in the lines. <laughs> and that always sought me out in trouble, everything. And it's a whole line in my life. But at a certain point, I, I, I kind of flipped that in a way of like, okay, I was aware of, of my uh, limitations because of it. But I was also understanding, because I was understanding the limitations, I was also understanding the powers of it. Like, okay, I can see things where other people don't see things. I can seek out solutions where other people didn't even think about it. I think out of the box, but also um, it's, it, I do it always in a honorable way, in a way of like this, I, I don't have devious thoughts or stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I'm a quite positive person, which I did not even knew about myself. Hmm. I always thought that we're like, hey, I'm, I'm coming from like an anarchistic point. I just want to be a rebel and go against everything. No. I am a little bit different, which is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It's it's actually quite okay. Yes. And but f the the system forced me, or tried to force me, like you're like everyone else, mm -hmm. which everyone on itself is maybe unique. But I would say there there is an amount of population or people who just go with the flow with 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 society with, with mainstream. Would you say and who, who like that? <clears throat> 
they, they, they're confident. They, they yeah. take the comfort out of them. And yeah. I really feel discomfort by it. And yeah, but there's, I mean, I think it's both. I mean, I, I'm, I feel very much the same mm. uh, as you again. But um, I can also see like if, if you have a fun job, that mm-hmm. just happens to work for you, mm-hmm. even though you have this free spirit. Yeah, you can still enjoy it, but you better believe at the same time you'd be still be thinking about your way out. Well, <laughs> th- 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 that's a nice, uh, nice entry because um, after school I start to work as reintegration coach for uh, basically the, it's the local government, and um, because it's a social welfare system, people are entitled to reintegration. Mm-hmm. And they're done by reintegration coaches, so giving trainings and then individual counseling to get people back to job. Right. And left and right, I always see people like getting angry and and they're getting like almost in fights. People spit and whatever, but spit. I didn't. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's it's you touch about people their their money at their security at their um, yeah they really feel insecure and. But these are people who have lost their job, or, or? well, our, our social welfare system has like basically two layers. Mm-hmm. There is the unemployment, and there is um, like for example, there's actually three systems. One there is when you're sick when you're working, mm-hmm. you get paid for a certain amount of time. Here it's two years. You get unemployed, and depending on how long you have been working how long your um, uh, social welfare will be, and that will be at uh, 75% of your normal pay. Mm-hmm. And just depending how long you worked, but if you work six months, you're entitled to three months of welfare. Right. On the same level as you've been working. Yes. It doesn't matter if you earn 1600 a month or 16000 It's not limited. Okay. And... After this period uh, decline, you basically always have like the, the, the social benefits. That's like the safety net of, of Holland and basically uh, it's, it's the minimum income mm-hmm. for each person. There is no person, a citizen um, or a refugee with a certain status um, who aren't entitled to social benefits. Mm-hmm. So basically your basic food, shelter, whatever. Right. And this is very important to, to get back on later because this gives a certain security that's why it's social welfare, but it also makes a big problem. We're necessarily, not necessarily going to say it's bad, but I believe in the future you got to restructure it because, well, I'll get back later on it because okay. I want to save that for... One, uh, one for, thing at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Um, so I was reintegration coach and I really enjoyed the job, but it was on... Um, so you were, you were helping people who lost their job... Uh, get ready for their next. No, job. I was in the last last stage, basically. Basically, the the, the ones who did not have a job and did not have uh, a social welfare or the normal welfare, the the, the unemployment welfare. Okay. They were basically on the social welfare, the the, the lowest, uh, the basic income. Okay. If you didn't find a job within the X amount of period, um, you you this is your safety net. Those guys, those people. Right. That's but it's pretty heavy, probably right. Yes and no, because you have also people who came, uh, who were out of school and just couldn't find a job. Oh, yeah, right. Um, Based noted, um, in uh, 27 years, until 27 years, considered youth. Mm -hmm. So uh, they have different rules. And uh, I had 28 uh, 28 and plus. So Mm -hmm. I had the adults. 
Okay. Huh. To notice I was 25 years. Not a bad year. idea to, to, well, I was to change the voting laws to 27. <laughs> well, the funny thing is I was 25 reintegrating people who were 35 and 40 and 50 and whatever years old. Right. Um, I actually helped quite a quite few people in a way of like they, they, the feedback was like, oh, you actually helped me or like, wow, uh, uh, this is the first time you, you uh, actually somebody's taking care of business or actually helping me. And I was like, isn't that normal? And I looked left and right around me and people sitting like robots doing their jobs. And not everyone. There were very good people who inspired me to do like an extra good job. I, I learned from them business-wise or how to do your work good. Um, but I would also talk with, with those person like, what can I learn more from you? You know, like, how do you look at jobs? Why do you do stuff? I like suck, suck their knowledge and why they do, and, you know, I, I suck it up. Um, and... It was nice. It was a temporary job because um, all of the local governments, they're not uh, getting people into contracts because you're like, uh, um, they basically keep that out and they, they have uh, temporary contracts. Mm -hmm. And that, that was basically just for a year. And I was assigned to a different, um, a different uh, local government. Um, but also my job was switched. I switched employees and basically doubled my salary, literally. Um, but I was doing work I really didn't like. It was basically doing uh, legal work where I have to decide if somebody, uh, um, are they going to get allowed to get uh, the social welfare or not based on numbers. Right. And I had to make like the, like, the decision, got to type it out, do a report, put a decision on, on like with, with, with writings under it and it's stamped by the state and official decisions mm -hmm. and that was horrible <laughs> but you made twice as much money but, I'm, uh, but yeah. I, i'm dyslectic and i could just do the job just right well oh maybe nice uh, throwback i failed dutch for the first three years in my uh, hrm degree okay um, in my entry exam, I uh, scored a six. That was because I scored a 10 at understanding of the reading and one at grammar. Okay. Right. I always did that. And, and, <laughs> and because I was not good at it, I was like, nah, fuck it. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not good at it, so I don't have to be mm -hmm. knowledgeable about it. For three years, I was failing. I succeeding on all the other ones with ease, without... Sometimes I read, I just read the conclusion, it was fine. I just get grades easy. Uh, but by being there, it's, it's more than enough to, to, to get uh, straight Bs or whatever, B pluses, uh, even A's. But um, I was like, shit, every time four, like every time I failed in two years. And basically it was next time, if you don't fail it, maybe there's one more chance, but basically this is it. You're going to fail your degree because you didn't have your Dutch, your basic grammar. Your own grammar. mother tongue. Yeah. I, I excelled at English. Uh, I, I speak several languages, Spanish, French, a few more, German. It's, it's, it's even Japanese. I'm, I, don't, I don't have a pro problem with, with languages, but written, it's, it's, it's the grammar. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, that's dyslexia. You just cannot really see the word or the letters in, in the way they are but i put the blame on that and that's yeah. that's uh, sorry my friend but that's being a bitch <laughs> and that that's that's the millennium entitled to i'm like oh that's it oh i'm detecting i don't right and at a certain point um i was to myself like not up or shut up 
Get your act together because this is bullshit. You're bullshitting yourself. And that was my ego. And that, that, at that time, my ego started to separate from who I was. I started to see my ego like, hey, I see you there. And because outside of the school, I read a lot, like, like a lot of books because of the school time. And I was already getting paid, sort of. Mm -hmm. I could have just read a lot of times. Sometimes I wouldn't even go to class and just read books. It just... I sucked up a lot of knowledge and I got the time to 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 read a lot of knowledge, um, which I was always thirsty for uh, because I always want to know why things work or why things do. I would just ask people or they're busy with a car. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, okay, are you trying to fix it? What are you going to do with it? From a car to cooking to uh, uh, additives in food, uh, how the body works, how the mind works, uh, quantum physics, uh, history science religion doesn't matter i want to know right high in openness and at that point i was like do you want to or you or you can't there is no can't only won't you know and i always say that to myself but i would not apply it to the really necessary things like for example teaching myself proper grammar i mean at a certain point how hard can it be man even if you have a, a slight problem, that's a, that's a weak excuse. Hmm. I I end up to myself. I study ownership of that shit. It's it's not like oh you you climb the Mount Everest, but a small step in every uh, circum circumstances is a step. Yeah, you just owned it. You know, it's it's a really small thing, but it was something which already was messing with me for the last. 20 years or 15 years on my school. Hmm. Because I was always flunky with the, with, with the grades. I barely passed. At the low level, it was kind of easy, but at the harder level, I, basically I entered at the highest and I got kicked <laughs> off. <laughs> then middle, then I got kicked off and then I was at the lowest. <laughs> that was basically it. Yeah. And it was not that I'm stupid, but I was just an ignorant kid. I was fighting with every everything and everyone, and it's oh, it's it's it's. But you you uh, managed to uh, make it, right? Well, you learn from your mistakes if you want to look at them. But you passed the exam. And I passed the exam with the six. She says, "Well, yeah, I have to say it's only a six point one. It's a six point one, yeah, bro. That that's passing. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, because it was something I. I really had the test done for like eight times or something. You could do it a few times a year. And every time I go to it, I went to the reviews and I was like, I cannot do this because I did not put the effort to it. And this is my learning point from it. Something which I neglected, which I ignored, which I uh, said I couldn't do it. I focused on it and I did it. Mm. I focused on an education with all against all odds. I finished it. I never got my driver's license because I always procrastinated. When I wanted, I had it within like three, three, four months. Mm. I yeah, feel just just for our listeners in the Netherlands, yeah. it takes a lot of time to get your license. To, like, you cannot pay your way in. Let me put it like this. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's uh, average, just like about a year, and, yeah. and it costs you around well uh, at this point uh, probably uh, two, three, two to three grand. Yeah, to get your driver's license. Yeah. <laughs> but I got it. Yeah. I got my education. I want to get my eyes lasered. I got my eye lasered. I wanted to have a car. I wanted to have a newer car. I wanted to have a different job. And everything, when I wanted something... You did it. It happens. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. First, I did not realize, even as a young kid, 
if I wanted something, because I am... If you really, put your mind to it and you really are, uh, like do the work that's, that needs to be done to, to get it. I'm determined. Yeah. But when it's too much, I'm stubborn. And this is my this is the point I want to make, where you have like proper traits, but if it's too much or in a wrong light, it's 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 wrong. Yes. So instead of stubborn, I was determined. I, I always was determined because you need to be determined to be stubborn. Very true. Right? And I was realizing that oh all my bad traits, I'm I'm yeah, I'm gonna name my bad traits. I don't want to listen to people. Um, I always know it better. Um, everything is wrong till proven. Um, well, let me leave it at that. Mm. I, I can I can even put, think of more. But if I'm gonna look at these things, okay, this this sounds really negative, annoying person, right? That's like you don't want to be around with person like like that, right? But uh, t- take one of them. Um, I don't want to listen to anyone. It, it's me being autonomous. So you you mean you don't want to listen to authority? Or authority or what you're saying or what your opinion is. I don't... Well, so far you're doing good. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting a trade of mine in a really bad light. It's not that I'm dead worse, but I'm right. just going to make it black-white. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I like to make, make things black and white just to see the difference. But the, the truth is, is not black or white, never. Um, <clears throat> there's always duality. But um, if I don't listen to other people... If I really reduce it a little bit, looking at the good parts of that, I'm really autonomous. Okay. I don't get pull, pulled with other people. I'm, I'm not like like a sheep. I take my own opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm not dependable on other people. No. But if that's too much, yeah, then I'm going to be like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm here alone. I don't need anyone else and what, whatever. It's not the case, but that's when my independency or my uh, my 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 auto, uh, uh, autonomous um, gets gets in the way, kinda. Yeah, when it's too much. Too much. Too yeah. much of a good thing. And and that's where I also find out where where you like people who are really dependable on on other people. I really like. Mm. I really didn't like that people, but I could learn from them as well because it can teach me to be a little bit less. It's like a negative mirror. Yes. You can see yourself through others as well. And that was uh, one point I said earlier about the negative projection. You do the positive, negative. You can read yourself in others. When you understand yourself, you can read yourself in others. And I don't know if, if it makes any sense to you if I say something like this, but yeah. I don't know how you think about it. But. Yeah, well, um, sometimes you recognize something of yourself in someone else and... Um, if it's something negative, you usually um, project that on the other person. But if it's something positive, it feels great. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like pr- project on the other person. It's it's what it's kind of what the automatic mechanism wants to do, or the ego rather. Like uh, if if you rec- when you're we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Like if if you get really annoyed by a certain traits mm-hmm. of other people. Yeah. Usually, you got a little bit of that in yourself. Something, as well. something from that, or an opposite, as well, yeah. which is part of it as well. Yes. So, for example, really, I cannot stand dependent people, mm-hmm. but it's good for me to depend on some people sometimes. 
I need people as well. I cannot do everything by myself. I need to be open to other people as well. Right. So even if somebody is wrong, you could still learn from them. And from that perspective, the world is not, not such a bad place. Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Right. And fr- from this point, you, 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 you're more in shape or more, more in control of your environments and how you perceive it. You become more aware, more conscious. And that's not something just sh- school triggers because life, life is, is a, life is school or the school of life. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's even harder. I mean, I've been taught hardmanship through a lot of other things I'm not going to put in because it's more business related, but it did shape me who I am, which, um, sometimes yeah, you, you need to go, you need to make mistakes to, to become better. And oh, for sure. You gotta have the balls, and th- this this is some of a problem. Which on one side you teach yourself to push things, but it also makes you more scared of things because you know what is possible to happen. You know that you can break or at least fall. Right. By fa- because you fell fell a lot of times. You know you you used to it. You you also used to getting aware for it, so you're like kind of hesitant to do it. Mm-hmm. And this is where doubt grows okay. a lot. And um, <clears throat> if you address that doubt and like, why is that? Or that insecurity, is it necessary? And um, to get back on the working part, I was doing something I really didn't like, but I was, I did was proud of myself to doing something I didn't like, same like teaching myself grammar. Okay. Because I was doing something. So you were like, all right, I hate this shit, but I'm just going to be the best at it. Fuck it. Exactly. Right. And, and that was more to prove myself and not to prove to others. I was just, okay, let's just make the best out of it. Yes. Uh, it took me eight months and then <laughs> I always wanted to kill myself. It was <laughs> horrible. It was horrible. It was, uh, <laughs> um, no. Um, so I went back in recruitment. Yeah, but that's uh, like another little sidebar. I mean, yeah. like shitty work doesn't have to be that shitty, you know. I, yeah. I work in hospitality a lot. And uh, sometimes if you work in a large bar or like a bar where, where shit goes fast, mm. everyone does everything. Yeah. And uh, sometimes you're uh, running shit through the dishwasher yeah. uh, for five hours, you know, or no, make that make that like eight or ten hours mm. while you're standing. Yeah. And um, I don't know, man. Well, most people hate that shit. They don't want to do it. Ah, fuck, I got to I gotta mm. man the dishwasher. But I was like, all right, fuck it. I was... You know, just not even thinking about it and dancing while I'm doing it. You know, you make the fun out of it. You yeah. know, so like, and this will work only for a short, time, a short amount of time, or even long. <laughs> you can do it because if you make it lasting, you know, it's it's. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I kept that up for. I mean, when I when I was traveling, I I did that, yeah. that kind of shit like uh, for for a year, mm-hmm. and it was great. I had a lot yeah. of fun, made a lot of friends, had many adventures. And, but okay, uh, wait, let's get at this point. Because but, uh, the work was not very nice, but you made it work because you liked what you were doing. Not necessarily what you would do it, but what it would make you, uh, allowed you to do. Yeah, but I, d- I don't want to be too negative about it because, yeah. I mean, being a barman, I love that. I yeah. still love that. Yeah. But, you know, like the crazy hours and, yeah. and, and just, uh, you know, you're surrounded by alcohol all the time. So you, you know, you automatically start drinking more of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's not best. No, it's not per se a good place in. But I mean, that's 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 in my case. But that's why I made the example of the bus driver. Yeah. You remember when I said the bus driver when I wanted to be the touring bus driver? Yeah. It's not about the, the decision itself, but why the decision? Why do you like uh, hospitality? Because um, 
what I, in I, it? I really love the social contact that, mm-hmm. that, that I have with people. Yeah. Like just having a random chat with a random mm-hmm. stranger. Yeah. I've had some unforgettable two-minute conversations with yeah. people I'll never see in my life again, but yeah. I'll never forget about them, and I'm sure they won't forget about me either. But the, the, those this, little moments, man, uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I miss when I'm not doing it. Despite of all like the the physical heaviness and you know. Okay, but then you we're gonna isolate that. Okay, you say literally the interaction with people, get to know people a little. Uh, I love that, man. Yeah, yeah. Why do you think I do this? <laughs> but this, this is the next point I wanted to make. Yeah, this is what you like more to do than than doing something else. You like to get to know people and. Little bit our story. You immediately said, uh, immediately like three conversations. You said, "Dude, I have a podcast. You want you want to be on a podcast?" And I'm like, "Well, am I that interesting to be on a po- podcast?" But this guy, he's really um, one of the. Let me put it like this: a lot of people they don't match up with uh, what I think or what I see. They don't acknowledge it because they are afraid or it's not in their way of thinking. And you're like. Oh, I get what you're saying. You, you, I don't have to like explain it too much to you. It's it's um, more on the same level of thinking. It's not high or low, but more on the same frequency and, yeah. and, and uh, um, the same vibration on, on on thoughts, which is quite obvious because we are similar backgrounds in a way of like even we're not similar, but some events are like 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 same similar. But I have that with other people who are like minded as well. They have the quite similar events they have a certain amount of shit in their life <laughs> turning yeah. that them makes them stronger as well it's 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 you not could say that yeah um, the, the 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 privileged people are not necessarily um they're getting more chances but they don't they are not really aware of of what they have in actuality because the world never kicked their ass exactly yeah it's 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 they, they don't appreciate it that much. I can enjoy literally a sunset oh, with no money, and w- which which I rather have money with a nice sunset, of course. But I can do it without. <laughs> just uh, it's 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 a it's a some a simple example. You could, you could say okay, everyone likes a sunset, but I can appreciate small things as well. And yeah, which which yeah, it's, it's oh, dude, but uh, but like yeah, man, like a sunset or a beautiful sky. Mm. Or when you uh, when you walk outside and you hear the, the birds wind, or the smell wind. or or just a small thing uh, that stuff you know like if you I think uh, once once I figured out how to appreciate those things yeah. I mean uh, that's uh, yeah I think that's where where a lot of happiness in life is to be found in those little things that yeah. are not little things at all really. Well, to get better, um, to get back at the, the the being happy in life, I wasn't happy at work anymore. I was like, okay, you can get stuff done if you want it, so do something else. And I just get out, get into a recruitment company, and uh, they were deploying um, technical personnel, like like engineers and stuff like that. And I have like a not an engineer background, but I'm from, I'm I'm not unfamiliar with technical aspects. I'm not I know a little bit about machinery or electronics, or I'm, I'm not completely a electronic. <laughs> yeah, you're said. you're you're kind of like you're like uh, like a man. So some would say twenty years ago. <laughs> Well, I like to I like to be technical when I was young. <laughs> yeah. I was like taking things apart. Yeah, you see how they were, put them back on. They like you have to be curious about it. Yeah. But, 
I don't know the Anyway, um, to get back. Yeah, you you were you were talking about that you were technically interested and you had, uh, you know, you know, you know, like yeah. the basic stuff. I, I thought it was be okay, but inside there, there was like, an an, an a fear culture. If you want to be In, an inside HR, that company, yeah, literally to to visualize a little bit cameras on you, registered activity on le- on your computer, wow. and you. Very protocol. And um, three months. <laughs> what what kind of but they were probably protecting their company secrets. Very much, but it was like where are you being so secretive about it? I mean I get it's a competitive business, but being who you are is more important than which records you have or where okay, they're being fucked over probably by somebody who stole their data, but that it, kind of stuff is always there for some reason of something that happened. If I have data, take past. it. I make better use of it than you. So t- take my records. I mean that's that's how I would, I would think. But okay, they, they thought different. So um I went out to a different company which was not necessarily bad for me in a way of like um, me to explore what I want inside business, which which direction, because I want to do something HR related, but not too dusty or uh, too not much. Not too boring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, I, I, I like the people interaction as well. Recruitment was something I really liked because you get in touch with the people, you, you, you get a lot of uh, professional conversa- conversations, a little bit informal sometimes, and sometimes really informal and I like the dynamics of it. Um, sometimes you're with, with an employer, sometimes you're with a candidate, uh, you're switching. And, um, it's something I did already before I went to, to, to school. Basically I was doing the same thing with, with some colleagues who didn't have the papers I have. And, um, it was kind of funny. I did the same thing I did without papers. Hmm. I was earning double the money, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's beside the point, and that's my point uh, as well. With the degree, I could I could demand more money. It's yes. buying my way in, and if I have like come from a high outcome or high class of family, you're more granted to get that because that's a norm. Where with with a, a lower class environment, it's not normal to take your bachelor or your uh, doctorate. It's not common because they didn't, and some people breach to that level, and that's what I mean with the glass ceiling. Um, right. There is a glass ceiling um, uh, in 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 society, which you can break through because it's only glass. But <laughs> and you bump you bump to it, you know, like oh, I cannot earn more than X because I have degree X, and this is pretty unfair because I could get a doctorate and get degree X, but I could also get money X without degree X. So why would I invest six more years? That's a good point. I mean, what what are you going to do with six more? I mean, how, l- how long did you went to school? Total months? Four. Yeah, I also got a bachelor's. Yeah. So, but, I mean, but, yeah, I, I think, um, well, I mean, it, it depends on the study and it's it's pretty, you know, it's pretty complicated. Like if you, uh, if you're going to be a doctor or something, yeah. or like a specialist, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want anyone who, uh, who didn't uh, have those uh, six years, you know. I, I, this is a discussion with my girlfriend, yeah. She's a doctor. Oh, okay. And she studied for her Good occupation, for yeah. So you could say six years school, three years more uh, advanced, and the prior one was already seven years, eight years or something. So, mm-hmm. uh, and then you have your, your, your basic school. So a lot of years. 
invested. Yes. But just look at the work they're doing mechanically, like moving or whatever. Yeah, it's handwork. Yeah. Isn't it the same like, for example, an electric technician who works at a computer? At the same level of mechanics and movement and thinking? Maybe. Think about this. I, huh? I, 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 don't, I don't have an answer to that. But, but think about it for, for a second. So take, take, a, a, well, compu I, take I mean, a computer engineer who works through a microscope to replace chips on a microscopic level. They have to do the same movements, yeah, but the, the same human, planning. The human body, though. It's, uh, the, the risk is more complicated. But I'm looking at, uh, for example, surgeon. Somebody who has been taught for 20 years the same incision. He's really good at it and whatever. Yeah. But at, not at the importance of the job because it's about somebody's life. Take that out of the perspective. Okay. Out of the equator. Sure. And same the computer, because the computer could be maybe a chip to save someone's life. So okay. Touché, right? Yeah. It well, has to be okay. a high-level engineer to do that. But All right, so uh, we're talking about the most complicated computer versus the... Yeah. Okay. But a comp computer can be with like a computer technique guy. It would be like a middle, mid-level mid uh, education, but who's really a profession, who's doing it already for 30 years. He's like really a pro at it. He's nobody in his in his area. He's one of the best, right? Yeah, but mechanically and just by operating, he does the same. And this is my point: it's just been how you've been taught to is is what you do and how it's uh, valued by society. Yeah, but he's a doctor. She's a doctor. She studied that much, and it's a human life. Okay. Yeah, but if, if you put if things if in perspective, I get that. It's not not. Yeah, a I mean, uh, it's it's my job to play devil's advocate. You know, yeah, so. yeah, please do. Um, but. Um, Like when 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 you're talking about like a very high level computer scientist, yeah. you're I mean that's that's on the same level as a doctor. But that guy can went, it be self-taught? Um, maybe sometimes. Most engineers who work at computer companies, most what they learn is not on school, right? Uh, I I I'm not, yeah. Is that true? I think most like 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 programmers and stuff like that. Most of the programming, the basics they teach at school, but. The extra program they learn in in the practice. That's true. Yeah. Same same like with law. If you study law, same like medicine, you you really learn it in in, in the practice. So the yes. practice is actually give me the same instructions, and I could do the 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 surgeon's work with practice, hypothetically. Hmm. If I if I practice on the same move and don't know the whole background, could I? But make that's just the motoric part. Exactly. Though. Yeah. But do I need to know the whole outside part to do the actual? Thing. It's it's just saying put, putting things in perspective and like everything can be taught. Yes, and you can teach yourself pretty much everything if you want. You if you want the dedication towards it, talent is, is is not an issue. Talent makes things easier. But if you commit yourself to towards something, you get things done. And that's why the point I wanted to make. Um, if you want to get something done, and when I realized, I always knew, but unsubconsciously. But when I got more conscious about it, okay, you can materialize what you want you start to play with it like what do you want then hmm. and this is the point where i was like awk for work but not happy the environment was not something i liked. the work itself was okay mm -hmm. just the company the way it's managed it was not my type of cookie um but furthermore i had all the resources uh, everything i want for the freedom to do whatever i want which that's why i stayed there for a considerable amount of time at least like two years almost which is long for a millennial <laughs> um, 
But I already wanted to be gone in like three months. But I was like, no, stay this here for a while. But because first decide what you actually want. Right. It's easy to know what you don't want. Yeah, and th that's why this whole drag of history. Because I want to explain a little bit how the point, how it came there, maybe does not resonate for most listeners or with people like. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <coughs> I don't mean to shit, shit on your point or anything. <laughs> no, like, no, yeah. you, you reason or you resonate with it because you understand it. But maybe some listeners will be like, I don't resonate with it. But try to see resemblance in maybe a similar situation or where you're like clogged out by your own. Thinking, if you just don't follow me, I, oh yeah, hmm. maybe you can make a follow up or, or whatever. But I, for me, the point is is to explain why, because I think the why at stuff really matters. Okay, and <clears throat> to understand the why, you have to understand a little bit more background information to 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 get to uh, basically yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, to That's get the understanding of the point. Yeah. I could just say the points, but they're they're hollow. Then yeah, 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 I learned a lot from my life, and that's why I'm I'm doing yeah, starting but, my own business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but you're doing good, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, so you you were at this yeah, well, company where where yeah. you uh, you didn't like the management style, but you did have a lot of freedom, and you didn't like it that much, but you liked it okay, yeah. and you just wanted to stick it out and see. Well, what Well, I, I wanted to move before I knew what I wanted. Yes, and. If I take a few trades with me, I'm good at reintegration, so helping people back to work. It's a little bit coaching aspects. Mm -hmm. I did training, uh, tra I gave training, so I have trainers aspect. I have commercial aspect because yeah, it's a commercial business I was working in. Um, the HRM aspects, I know how a company works or how business work in general, how they look at their personnel for, uh, with that aspect mostly. I mean, for a financial, for example, I have no fucking clue. Sorry, mm -hmm. but uh, I know some, I have the gist of it, but I have no no real knowledge. Um, psychology. I can tell your interest in that. And my interest in, in all of those things I combined. I see you reading some books uh, also in the office. and uh, yeah, yeah, always books. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and what, what I wanted was like, I figured out like, okay, I got some knowledge. I know how to get people back on work. I know how the market works due to my recruitment activity. Um, and I was like, okay, what is the problem with the market? Because I was think I'm always like a problem solver. Uh, give me a room and I find a problem and I try to solve it. <laughs> hey, maybe we can solve this a little bit. Uh, you take the bench yeah. or oh, let me uh, switch it around 90 degrees. So we have 20 centimeters extra. I'm like always checking like, okay, could it be better? And yeah. I'm not like, oh, I'm going to move around it. No, I'm going to change it. Right. Um, the problem in a business was, is same with education. It, it, it doesn't increase the whole business increases. everything, technology, everything increases, everything is more complex, more speed, more knowledge, more demands, whatever. Um, but applying for a job is still done by a resume, black and white. And you, if you're even going with the time, you put a picture on it <laughs> and you put a personal profile, I can uh, work very good by myself, but also like to work in a team. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm very creative and blah, blah, blah. So you make a personal profile and you put a nice layout and, and that makes a personal thing because you make a personal motivation letter, which you cut and 
copy paste and use for the next one and change out the little parts. Huh? Yes, um, that's, that's <coughs> how uh, everyone does it, including yeah. me. <laughs> I've been on the other side because a lot of people applied for jobs uh, to me. Um, in a way, it was like it was usually shallow and I'm always looking for personalities. And um, Yeah, that was an interesting thing you said. Uh, we were talking about that at, at the office when... When you what you told me about Elon Musk, I found very interesting, like uh, how he hired people based on you know. Well, he, he, he looked at okay, what is your what what is your tra tra um, trade sets? Not 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 at what is your business background because it doesn't really apply, because every every position is different in every company. If you're managing X and you go to a company uh, to another company, you will have a different style of, of, of handling things because every the environment is different. Yeah. You can shape your environment, but yeah, the environment still like gives yeah, you the, the, the starting same, point. Yeah. Same job is different at a different company. Yeah. Exactly. And um because I I would really speak with a lot of people you can yeah just top of my head maybe I would say at least 200 up to four, four or 500 people I spoke to physically, like like in a, in a room and, and on the phone a lot and, and LinkedIn and messages. And you do get a, a gist of how people work and why people do things. Because I would sit there and ask questions and people say like, am I at the shrink? No, I'm like at the recruiter who really wants to know why you do stuff because that makes sense to me when I want to look at for a job. Because when uh, when you get like an assignment for like find person X, I'm looking at. Uh, so you you mean from from a recruiter standpoint? Yeah, you you, you go to you go from an um, assignment. So for, from a um, um, how do you say it? Um, a company wants you to a find client. Someone. Yeah, yeah, a client yeah. want want you to find someone, and they say okay, forty hours a week, salary is X, education has to be X, uh, and, and and experience has to be. F three to five years in that uh, that particular area. Okay, so I'm knowing what to look for. Mm -hmm. But who are you looking for? Because I can find 300 watts, but <clears throat> if it doesn't match the person for the, for the job, it doesn't gonna fit in. Do you want, without discrimination, a, a young person who's like rather open to like learning stuff, or you want someone who's already molded in, in, in like in his way of working? So there you could change on, 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 on age, not necessarily age, but uh, look at the personality you want. What is the current colleagues? How is the like the, uh, the, the how is it on the workspace? What, what the culture is there? What, what kind of how do people treat each other? What is the demographics of it? Because it says a lot, it says a lot. If 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 eighty percent is female, you know, would you like to have a male in, in preference, or you want to have a female? You can say also oh, job discrimination. No, bringing what's needed for the team. Mm. from that perspective and the other perspective i want to leave outside the room that's a whole different debate yeah um just basically a, a meritocracy i i believe in the equal rights but that that's a whole different topic but i'm looking for now from a perspective the person who's needed not ethics yes. or whatever yeah, uh, yeah no, at the personality needed for the team yeah i don't care with the background or no, 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 whatever I, i'm not implying that no but from from my own experience, I, d I don't care what what people their background is or what how their clothes are or, or whatever. I'm I want to know why they want to do their work, what is the idea, the drive behind it, and that makes me judge if if they're fit for it or not. Mm -hmm. I know if if they're gonna be there, they're gonna do their job. That that's what you get after all. 
Um, but a lot of problems was these hard questions to ask. Sometimes they did not have the right degree, but I would say the degree doesn't matter for that specific job. Mm. For example, if you need uh, a marketing degree, so a sales degree would not be the preferred person. It's bollocks or HRM or psychology or laws or uh, law school or business school, whatever. it doesn't matter which school you attend to. Of course, you learn something, but it does not define you or it, it, there's people who, who will have that a particular trait on their resume, mm -hmm. but it won't fit your company. Right. They won't be just as good. And this was the Elon Musk, why, why I said it. That's why how he would look at it. Like, okay, your background, I don't really care. I look at you now where you're good at, and this is going to place you. But I never did it. No, but I think you're good at it. This, that's how he looked at it. Hmm. And this is, I think, from a business perspective, but also from a personal perspective, very admirable because you empower people. And um, empowering people is something... I like through my whole life, like I always enjoyed when I helped someone or increased their potential or the impact, I was always get like, ha, ah, nice. I like that for myself, but I also like to see it with others. So that that's, there got my motivation of like, okay, I want to change stuff as well and get it back on the problem. The problem is, okay, they're looking at the what, but a lot less at the who. Hmm. Look at the resume, there's the who or the what. It tells the what, mainly. Yeah. And of course, the selection will be made on the who. The actual decision is going to be, do we, do, is there a click? Mm -hmm. Do we see you fit in the company? But how would you know? It's, it's almost like a guessing game because the employer is not honest in what they actually, how the workspace actually is. And the employee is not actually honest how they really are because <laughs> they give social answer, uh, sociable answers. Right. But you said another interesting thing, like uh, in the first face-to-face -face interview, people decide whether you're hired or not. Mm -hmm. Within the first 20 seconds. Really? No. Huh. The, the, the first few seconds, somebody like sits, how they sit, how they talk, how they breathe, how they give their hand, how their handshake is, how their eye contact is, the way the first few words come out, this is based on the first few seconds. And the people making those decisions don't even realize they do it, right? Good people do, and less professional people don't. They make that that unconscious decisions, and they make they think they make conscious decisions based on the subconsciousness. Yes, <laughs> but they will base the decision on their consciousness. Yeah, there was a good presentation. No, it, instead of like, oh, it was very good. I really connected with the person. We really felt like a click. I really understand why they would do the work. And, and I could see that person fit in here. I would. This is a person I would like to work with. This right. is the, 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 the judgment. Yes. But I'll put this in a job vacancy. Yeah, we're looking for a person who really fits my style. And my st yeah, that, this is really hard. Yes, it's, always, it's almost impossible, right? It, it's, but it, it you is got possible. A solution for that now. Well, <laughs> we're in a modern age. Yes. Everyone has a cell phone. Everyone has a camera. Um, so what's, what's the name of your company? Well, uh, the name of the company is Soul Vision, Solicitation Vision, and Solicitation is the the job word, the the Dutch word for uh, applying. 
applying for a job. Yeah. Applying for it's a, a job. Great name. Yeah, yeah solicitation. Yeah. Not soliciting. That's something else. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but anyway, um, it's. It, I believe that people can do what they like. Which same. I was at a spot. I didn't really enjoy what I do. I, I enjoyed some aspects, but it was not something I really liked to do. Why? I can work for 40 up to 50 years. That's more than half of my life. Do I want to spend my half of my life on something I don't like to get a, a 10, 15 year retirement if I'm lucky? And maybe I don't. If you make it. If I make it. And no. Because the, the one thing is the most valuable thing is not gold, it's not water, it's not air, it's, it's time. Time, yeah. Time in this. One of the few things money can yeah, buy. Nothing. And yeah. in, in enjoying stuff, if you're rich or not, enjoying is more important than uh, enjoying things you don't have, the things you want, or enjoying the things you have, but uh, I mean, not really. <laughs> I mean, um, I'm sure there's plenty of people who have millions in the bank who don't enjoy that free sunset in the same way that we do. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. I, I mean, I visit, I visit Africa on uh, Zanzibar, Tanzania. Uh, shout out to Paul Sime. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we spoke about it as artists um, <laughs> oh, and all yeah. the other people on the island. Very cool uh, art. Kibikicha village. Um, I'll take some pictures of it. I'll put it on the website. Do you nice. think he's okay with that? Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll, we'll give him mention. Cool. Um, I, was, I, I was not to say... In, a harsh thing, but at a very poor place. And I could see people happy. And I really felt guilty about me whining about stuff if things didn't go too fast or I didn't have breakfast cereal. There was convention shops where you could buy it for five euros. I could buy my choco pops, which I always eat at that time. It was like something I was like, eh. but I didn't buy it. I buy the snicker, but um, I refused to buy that because it, I, I was able to. And then I was like, why? in a convenience store, you know, and out of nowhere, it's, why should I buy that specific? I could, I could do without. Why should I be so pri privileged? It's, it's stupid. Right. Why would I pay some, so expensive for something I want? No, it's just, and, and I saw people who were happy and I was like, feel guilty and like, we really have it good. Uh, oh, we, yeah. we live in Holland. We, we're the 17 GDP of the world. We are like yeah. kind of good, but it's small. <laughs> it's, it's a very small I mean, country. It's well, I mean, the Netherlands is is one hell of a country, man. It's it might might not take uh, take a whole lot of uh, might not occupy a whole lot of land, but uh, we uh, we made our mark in history, my man. It's, uh, no, but even currently, it's, it's oh yeah, uh, it's 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 a funny funny country. But at least it's a great country. I, I enjoy what I have, you know, but I also appreciate it. And um, But one thing those people missed, though, was vision or like action or the will for action. Yeah. And I had that will, I had that drive from the West because the rest drives you to make the best out of you. But usually if you do that within the lines, it's okay, but you get a mediocre job and a mediocre life and you die and you die. <laughs> right? That's yeah. It's, it's so sad if you put it that way. <laughs> I mean, it it is, but it is sad that most most of the people live a kind of like that life. Yeah. And I hope people listening are not that type of people. And at the same time, you right? see these Africans who have nothing and they're having a great time. It's uh, exactly and and um, let me put it like this. Doing what you like is, is important. Ways to, to precious for that. So, okay, 
But it was before this all happened. It was like around my school time, but there was already a seed planted in like, okay, but what? But so a few years later it came out. And um, so vision, you can just work where, where you enjoy, but you do have to understand yourself a little bit, not a little bit. You have to understand yourself. What do you actually want? And uh, a tool for that I use is video applying. Okay. Or video solicitation, if, if you would say Dutch. Um, it's it's basically make a video applying uh, appliance or video presentation about yourself and not like, oh, I'm applying for this job because of this and this reason. No, I'm presenting myself, who I am, what I like to do, where I'm good at and what I would like to be doing as, as a goal. Just just to show your personality. Yes. And how you how you could place this, for example, you make a motivation letter where you stow a sign would say, I'm applying for this job due to this advert because of this and this reason. Um, the standard letter, yeah. The standard letter, why you would fit for the job. If you want to uh, have a small preview of me as a person, this is the video presentation and uh, at the adjective you can see my resume. Okay. So they have the letter, the resume and a personal presentation. Why would it save time? It would save time, for example, um, I want to hire one person. Okay, how many persons normally? That is from my perspective, from, uh, it can differentiate in different sectors, but let's say you want to have, you have a job vacancy. You need about, let's say three, you, you want to have three interviews, five, three, three to five, right? Preferably one, but that's <coughs> that, that would be luck. Right. So you say three to five or maybe 10, depending on, on the function. If you want to have a high, high end spot, yeah, of course, it's going to be an executive function. It's going to be maybe three and only the three very best ones. Right. Huh? Yeah. And, and maybe a starting job will be they have 10 uh, interviews to look out to look for three or four people. Um, but look at an average job, they would say, like, let's say uh, they're going to look for five people. I would say you need about 30 people applying at least to find five people you want to invite. That's a lot of resumes to go through. I, I, I would always say one on four. That, that's, that's, you can say different types or different sectors, but I, I serve different sectors within my recruitment years as well. And it, it's about you need, if, if you want to have one person for the job, you need uh, four people. You're going to... Um, 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 assign at least one or two to the employer and at least one of those two are going to be it. That's basically the math from the recruiting. Okay. So you want to have at least looking for at least four people. You want to present one or two and from the one and two are going to be one. Right. So, but to get that four people, you, you, you maybe need like go to 20 people pre-eliminary. Pre right. Just checking on resume. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. We're still going to have to have five meetings, right? Yes. Imagine if those uh, five persons who actually, uh, <clears throat> you have the 20 waste candidates, mm -hmm. waste is a hard word, but you're not using it. Right. Okay, because you selected through and uh, they didn't fell through because yeah. they didn't have the right background, not enough years. Uh, oh, they're missing a specific program. Oh, right, the name right, is right. Alibaba or, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's how they selected. And it's harsh, but sounds, uh, some people really do. And personally, I don't, but I've seen it done a lot 
Age limit discrimination, name discrimination, gender discrimination, which I'm really against because it, I don't, I don't, some friends, I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. If you're the right man, girl, or anything between, it, it doesn't matter if, if which religion, backgrounds, it's, are you fit to be, the, to do the job and you like to work, then it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't like it, do something else. Simple. Yeah. <clears throat> and not because you have a specific background or you're forced to a specific uh, career path. It's, it's, it's unnecessary. If you're welding for 20 years and you really don't like welding, do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where to start? Start somewhere. If you don't start, you're going to keep doing this. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're welding or <clears throat> uh, be, a hard sh- uh, uh, be a doctor. It doesn't matter. If you don't like what you're doing, please stop. Yes. Please. Um, do you know the story about slow-mo? Slow-mo. No. But I want to get back to the videos first. You, you showed yeah. me a pretty cool uh, one of the videos you made with one of, your, uh, one of the people you helped find, find a job. Yeah. She was a lady who was like in her 60s or something. Yeah. Tell that story. Um, <clears throat> you pretty much see a video and people would guess their age. She, she would be like late 40s, begin 50s, something like that. She's actually 62 years old. She's really vivid, really talkative. And um, she made a video presentation on what she actually liked as a person or liked to do in her job. And um, she put that on her resume and she got like three uh, companies uh, like already um, uh, asking for details and, and actually inviting to, to a talk. Yeah, and in this day and age, someone who's like in, in her 60s, who, whoever finds a job, you know? That's pretty amazing. That she, yeah. in, in general... <clears throat> as horrible as it is, but it's it, true. It, it sounds really harsh. And, and this is where a lot of people around their 50s, 60s, me as a recruiter being on LinkedIn, me me being in, in the HRM or in, in uh, because I'm in more sectors, I see the frustration of people who are 50, 60 years old who cannot get a job because they are being discriminated. And young people who don't have the experience of, or the required experience, but the capability to do the job. But not the not the required space, uh, the required experience. Hmm. So on both ends, they they kind of screwed. Right. And when you have like a declining workforce, because like like sixty seventy percent is above fifty years old, they're gonna retire in ten twenty years. But the whole uh, millennial quote unquote weak generation are not picking up the right experience now. They're gonna get a, in problems, even in, in, uh, especially a country like ours. Who's like knowledge based, or, or uh, we have really other f- on our foundation on, on exporting our knowledge. And you're screwed in that way if you don't find to, to work. F- we have to uh, basically, um, th- this is why I think the change should, should lay and getting back at the guilt. Yes. This is the gu- point from the guilt. Where the Xeno generation gave the millennials like, oh, we, uh, we are being raised hard by the parents, uh, by our parents. You get all the stuff because we are econo- economy well, uh, the economy was doing well. You get everything hey, you're entitled to. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a soft generation. A soft generation. And I've been from the beginning in, in a generation I was raised really hard and my parents as well. So in a way of like, I can relate, but I can also relate to the previous generation very much. Yes. Uh, to my old soul and my righteousness, I really <laughs> d- despise some of the millennial traits. It's like, eh. but I'm still one of them. I'm not not saying I'm not, but right. I have my perspective on it. At least I'm aware of it. And 
Um, the point was, um, oh yeah, the guilt, the guilt part. Um, I think companies are should be facilitating the education or more the parenting parts on like how to do business more than just, oh, here's the phone and start calling or here's the job which you're entitled to just do it. Okay, they maybe get like training or they get like an, an, an um, how would you say, <clears throat> an entry program of two weeks or two months or really good companies, even half year. But um, well, I think I think a lot of um, they need a buddy. They need a buddy because I've been schooled by mentors. I, I have not like really mentors, but I had brief times I had seniors who teach me some business aspects, some life aspects. Yeah. Some, yeah. But the, the thing, like a lot of millennials, I think uh, they, they seem, and also the upcoming generation, they seem very, very childish for their age. age. Like uh, some in some aspects, you know? Like if if you see how, uh, how immature, yeah, yeah, yeah not child is my immature, immature, not, yeah, 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 immature is the right word. Yeah, if you if you look at how fragile college students are today, like they're offended by absolutely everything, and they they don't they uh, like comedians in the U.S. Yeah. they don't they don't even go to colleges anymore because no. they cannot make jokes because they're because the students are just going crazy. They they cannot handle humor. That that might be uh, you know offensive. Offensive, yeah, 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 and that's that's such a, I mean, and once once those kids are, I I, I refer to them as kids, you know, mm. but once once those once those kids are like uh, meeting the real world, they're gonna be they're gonna be up for a pretty harsh fucking wake up call. Well, I I I try to understand that movement in society, and that's due to the technological aspect. Things are going well. And because of that, you can explore more boundaries. If your basic facilities are, are, are granted, you're going to look for the next layer. And if the basic facilities are food and shelter, okay, you're going to look for next social comfort. For no social comfort, you're going to look at self-exploitation. Yeah, what's it, like, like Maslow's pyramid? Maslow's, yeah, yeah. Or McClellan's uh, pyramid, yeah. the ice one, uh, the, the, the pyramid uh, under the... Yeah, the, the hierarchy of needs. Yeah, um, it's in, indeed based, uh, based on it. And because we have it so well, we can like expand, but we don't really have the uh, the the, the, the self actualization part. That's that's uh, well. To, to for example, to 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 show the difference between a generation, the 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 X generation really has the the workforce, the power, but they lack like the vision for the future. Or, or more like more, or more like the, 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 they want to they for, for for them it's like okay if I for them is successful if I have a, a nice house no mortgage wife or man with two kids paid off car you you you're successful because you're sustainable yeah you you solid where the newer generation wants to have in their work at least uh, they want to have uh, self development they want to be like okay does my manager also thinks uh, think about me just besides the numbers. Um, how are my colleagues? How is the work environment? Uh, they, they want. They have more, not necessarily demands, but they they want more out of it. Well, different things, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And then twenty years ago, it was shut up, and you do your job, and you did that. Yes. And that that was the way you got paid for, and you did a honorable job. It was good. But being a teacher twenty years ago and being a teacher now, it used to be like an honorable job. Now you're being being the being a piss, the people taking a piss out of you if you're a teacher in a middle school, for example. 
Hmm. I mean, back 20, 30 years ago, people would say, yes, sir, yes, ma'am. Yes. I mean, I've been Mr. Yes, Dad, yes, Mom. I couldn't just say yes or no. And if I get handed a drink, I say, thanks. Yeah. Uh, you want a drink? Yes. Yes, what? Yes, sir. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's yes, ma'am, or yes, pap, or yeah, yes, Dad. <clears throat> and it's, 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 they kind of lost it. And that's what, 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 what they, uh, they, they feel really feel entitled. They own everything, but they know their, 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 their rights, but not their, their, their duties. And that's their yes. main problem, you know, the, the responsibilities. responsibilities. Yes, yes, yes. And also, and that, that's why I, um, if you take that responsibility, you actually change, you, you take it towards yourself. But if you, and this is where the flaw is from the millennials, they don't, they blame everyone else. Yeah, it's everyone's fault but yeah. mine. Where into controversial to the to the X generation, they really are like um, um, bureaucratic way of thinking. This is how it is, and this is how it's structured, and this Very is how it's high, like in hierarchy. Hierarchy and 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 just um, it's not necessarily bad because it's really stability and and hardmanship and and oh yeah, and, uh, I mean I respect the generation very much. They're working uh, ethics yeah but you know like, like it's a, a lot higher than than the shitty millennials uh, with all the respect it's yeah. well i mean a hierarchy is not is not bad in itself you know like a society cannot function without a hierarchy yes but this is where the where the problem lays with with, with the schooling systems always has been they been just teach you to walk in, within the lines but okay uh, does that make you happy? And that's why the society where everything is enhancing, mm-hmm. people are sharing stuff, um, comparing stuff constantly, learning from each other, they don't accept where they're in, they want something else. So they try to increase it in some way. And a person who is not happy at their job, they will sabotage their work or they will just try to create that safe, safe environment anyway. Mm-hmm. So if an employee does not provide it and safetyness and trust and yeah, an employer, you mean an employer, sorry, an yeah. uh, employer. Um, if they don't give safety, trust, and 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 and, and like, how should development? This is a good saying to to market. Yeah, but what if you invest them and they go away? Yeah, but what if you don't invest them and they stay? Okay. So you mean don't don't invest in them and then no, they go? the 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 argument of of don't invest in in the younger generation is like yeah, but if we if we invest too much in them, they and they will go away. It's there goes our money. Okay, yeah. Or the effort, or because the the millennials they cannot handle it, or what they can, but they are not forced uh, forced fed like the xenon's been. Mm-hmm. Shut up, work, and they did it. That mm-hmm. force fedding worked. Come on, be on time. That worked. Yeah. Clocking on the system, nine, starting work. Oh, we're five, you can go out. I want to start at 9.30 or maybe 11 or maybe I work to 9 p.m. I, I, I do whatever I need to do in, on my time and I can do it better within my consign, uh, my time than nine to five. Right. I take myself an example, but I think a lot of millennials will reason with me like, okay, I don't need to start at 8 a.m. It's not really the best moment to start. Yeah. Um, some people they do, but that's their choice. Yeah, and I mean it's uh, yeah it's I mean on the one hand you you think like all right man up do your, do what you got to do, but yeah. on the other hand, 
I mean, if, if their performance is better, if they get some uh, leeway in that. Doing what you like, yeah, and, and the factors like, okay, if, if, is, the, is, the, is the environment if, if nice? It, if it influences the bottom line in a positive way? Well, that, that's the end conclusion. Uh, above it, I would say, okay, uh, do I have an environment which I like to do? Mm-hmm. Is it taking care of my needs? Is it taking care of my wants? And of yeah. course, not everything is nice in every in, in, in any job. That's why it's called work. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but it, you can at least netto, like you said. Yeah. It, it has to be okay. It has to be at least give you more than just stress and money. Yeah, you don't you don't want to dread going there. Well, you have the people who work five days a week and they need the weekend to like uh, get by and like, oh, I need to recharge for Monday. I did that as well when I did not like my job that much. Or anytime I didn't like my jobs. If it's washing dishes, dishes, doing sales, recruitment, or whatever, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> At any time I didn't want it because of my stubbornness, I was like, no, why should you do something you don't like? Well, if you're going to be that stubborn, do something you like then. Right. Well, what is that then? And this, this, this is where I was like, okay, um, I want to do something I like. I have to know what I like. And... This is what I always why I can answer this because I this is what I did with people try to find out why they do the things they like I mm-hmm. ask those same questions towards me so it, it's like yeah know yourself it, before you uh, can help out yeah. well with recruitment work that that was a nice gain from it because of gathering more perspectives and this is from the work aspect but in life in general eh, if, if if you look things from a psychological aspect or scientific or an historical or uh, quantum physical whatever uh, um, f- from a legal perspective whatever if you change the perspective you could say okay I get a better grasp of the thinking in, in, in general and that's that's the same with um, when you know something about whatever it's it's it's, it's, it's a little bit hard to explain but the more you the, the, the more perspectives you collect Yes. The broader you, the, the further you can look, and it's in that way you can learn from others as well. Yeah, I think that's why it's also a really good idea to pick up a hobby or try to learn something you just don't know anything about. That's why that's why it's a great idea to learn to play an instrument. If it's a guitar or a piano, it's like so like a completely different kind of expertise I, that I, doesn't have to do with anything else you do in your life, probably. Yeah if you like be able to master that and uh, it makes you uh, you know the patterns you use and the way you figure things out mm-hmm. that resonates in everything else you do too doing something fun is good for you you know and why in your free time also you can do that in your working time which is at least more than half of your lifetime yes although with a musical instrument that would be hard I don't next wanna... to sleeping more than half of your time you're at work yeah and we're going to add also the commuting to work, the yes. forensic every day. So it's, 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 it's more than half because you also have to do groceries, household, take care of your kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the two, three hours you have, you have to spend the whole day to just spend that actual three days in uh, three hours in some intoxicated state or uh, <laughs> whatever, whatever people need to like dec- decompress. Do something you like, game. Uh, play an instrument, read a book, uh, talk with your spouse, whatever. Do something you... you Try to build a business while you're working. <laughs> example, and 
Um, it's it's that's why it's important because. So you mean if you what you're saying is if uh, if if you figure out um, well it's it's an old saying like if you like what you do you never go to work. Well, the the other addition to the <laughs> thing you never stop working. <laughs> you're always working. <laughs> that's uh, true. A bit um, no, but but there's a balance way. Just just so just find find a job that you love. No, but but take a black white example. Uh, uh, I'm I'm not really a sports guy, but take take a soccer player. Uh, soccer is a big thing in Holland. Um, he will get paid billions millions a year just to kick against a ball. But do you think in his free time he will play ball? I don't know. Some 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 of those guys do. Yeah. Okay. Besides one hour a week, just because it's they got a ball there. But in general, go out to a field and play. The person that's a pro. I'm talking on the the guys who earn millions who already have to practice four or five times a week. Mm, probably not. No. Right. The, yes, they do what they like, but are they also going to do that at times they don't like or the training? Do you think that's always likable? No. No. But I think netto, under the line, they're earning good money for doing not that bad of a job. They only have to work their bodies and, and their minds good. And it's a good pay. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's it's black-white, but th- th- that's a good example. And not everyone can be a pro player, but everyone can be can do something. Yeah. And you don't have to be a level of be a millionaire, but on a level like the example I was giving earlier of the house housewife who sits at home because she has to take care of the kids. She can make circumstances which can enhance her situation. Anyone can be an entrepreneur in a way of like you can entrepreneur your own life. Uh, the uh, especially with the internet, Thomas now. Corporation. <laughs> right. I mean, anyone has their own corporation. Your your own life, your own corporation. How you run it, which businesses, who does your administration. I mean, it's your life hmm. is businesses as well. You know. <laughs> that's that's kind of a cool balance way of in common. At it. The, the, there is an inventory. There is uh, going in, going out, and yeah. So, back to my co- company point, the uh, f- video applying, it's, it's, it's something I want to, uh, I uh, developed a training around. So, in, for reintegration purpose, for example, uh, from, from people who are in the social benefits, but also on the working uh, unemployment, so the unemployment um, uh, benefits. Yes. You have the unemployment benefits and the social benefits. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the unemployed one, the people who recently, for example, you worked for 20 years, Company got uh, uh, got flooded and yeah. Company gone, job gone. Yeah. yeah. And you didn't apply for a job for twenty years. What are you gonna do then? Yeah. I mean, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Resume. You 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 work twenty years at one company. You write that and maybe two more interns. Yeah. You did. Uh, 30 How did years we ago. do this in nineteen ninety eight? Let's see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but and you're fifty years old. Yeah. Yeah. And then. That's. Uh, I think. Uh, I think there's uh, many people out there who are uh, looking for an answer to that question. Who are you know? And who don't know what are, the fuck to, my to people do. People are responsible for themselves to get to to look like what do they like? And this is part of my training. Is it got a couple parts? And the first part is like okay, what is what is the video soliciting? What where is it all about? It's about showing your personality instead of your hard skills. You do more your soft skills. Who are you as a person? Why? Because there can people can make the match. To get back at the example of okay, you want to get uh, you want to hire a person, you have to look at five job interviews. But imagine if they send all five a video, you probably spend out 
what, 10, 15 minutes watching those five videos, you can pick the two best ones. You click the most with where you thought like, oh, this really I failed something or uh, what they said or the way they looked, the way they, uh, way, where people actually base their decisions on, not mm -hmm. on the resume. Yeah, like, the like you said, their first yeah. 20 seconds. Yeah, That saves three people at least uh, a, a trip to the employee. Already three hours on the employer time, but to get three job employees, remember, you had to look at 20 resumes and et cetera. You spend already 30, 40 hours. A huge time saver, in other it's words. A lot of time. Uh, big companies like... Because you, you, get, you get the first snapshot of the personality through the video and you don't have to go through the first... You don't have to invite people. And well, you, you get a good grasp at least. It's not 100% what you get, yeah. she's what you get, but you get a good grasp it, out of it's it. It's a good extra yeah. filter. Yeah. Well, it's ex filter. It, it shows what you want to see, actually. How does a person present himself? And it, are you presenting on a camera is 100% representative? No, of course not. No. But what you say is up to you. If you say, oh, I like to work alone, but I also uh, <laughs> work in, with, with, with a team. No, it's, it's nothing. But if you say as a person how the things you like, they like, can base the de this decision. This is who I am. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah, maybe not um, doing much to the conscious decision. Like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to hire it because they said that. No. But the subconsciousness, which makes a big part of your decision, says, okay, I like what they're saying. I can feel relate to that or not. And that's usually where they base an interview on. Can I relate with the answers? It, it goes, uh, it's, it's, it's for if, you quest, if, you, if you're the one asking the questions, you want to hear questions you can relate to. Mm -hmm. You can relate to the answer. You're like, I don't get it. He, and if you're a good interview, you ask, okay, can you elaborate? Because I don't get what you're saying. And you work around it. Okay, what are you actually saying? And you kind of ask the question in different ways if you're a good interviewer. Mm -hmm. Which my point, most recruiters or a lot of recruiters are not always on that level because they're only f asking the shallow questions. Like, who are you? Yeah, I'm something who, uh, someone who likes to um, manage a team and to be uh, proactive. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Next question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what the F says that about you? Nothing. <laughs> no. Nothing. I'm going to give an example. I give that uh, this afternoon. Yeah, I'm Thomas. Um, I like to train and I'm good at it. Okay. Yeah. What does it say about it me? Doesn't doesn't say a whole lot. No, and okay, I'm going to try different. Give me a sec. Um, okay, I'm Thomas. I really like to find out how stuff works, but what I even like or even like more is to teach people other stuff as well. And um, f for my personality, I always take like a leading spot. Uh, leading spot. I always like lead people or yeah, uh, show by example. Mm -hmm. I like to show how it's done. Um, I learned didactically how to train people or coach. In, in, in it, it's not something just on, on feeling, but I, I, I learned it on a proper way as well. Um, and that's why I'm good. Uh, that's why I'm good at training. Well, no, no, I got a much more complete picture. It's, it's, it's a little bit, I didn't practice this or whatever. And I have to like, uh, think of English, but, um, you get a gist of it. I, I explain more why and the how, and people got like, okay, I understand. Yeah, it, it's saying. not. It's not just like a list of right. I do this, 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 and this. But yeah, it's elaborate like, on it. I do this because this, and that's why. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Well, a lot of the traditional old schools like smart. Uh, ask it smart, and then you have oh, to, yeah. like the situation and the task and the action and the response. What was it sent for again? Like situation, the, task, action, response. 
Measurable, I think, and, and yeah. oh, yeah, there was a star. Sorry, oh, it's star. a smart. Yeah, yeah. A, you, you, you know, they have yeah, a, there's, a there's, few oh, yeah, of those. Yeah, smart star. Smart, just like uh, yeah, but come on, man, it's, yeah. it's force fed. It's 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 <laughs> it's, it's like uh, those those models. They yeah. do work. Though. Do they work? Yeah. Okay, yeah. but um, it's it's what also was the assignments at, to at the same fail? time. It's Listen. a huge cliche too. I mean, you say it worked. I saw a field in assignment. What did you have to do? I had to fill in the assignment. What was your responsibility? Fill in the assignment because <laughs> my teachers asked to. What do you try to get from that task? Trying to get past this test so I don't fail it. Uh, then it's, it's, it's a stupid example. But, it, that, that's, <laughs> but uh, it's the truth, probably. <laughs> it's, it's, it's more like people are going to force their answers towards it and not really look at yeah. themselves. Is this who I am? <laughs> You know, it's, yeah, you it's, make you make a good point. You make a good point. Yeah, <laughs> that's what people get, and um, so that's why the video applying just gives more personal reflection. On yeah. Why is that? Because because on the other side, a job vacancy can be shown as well. We're not looking for an enthusiastic person with X amount of years and for our lovable team and this and that. Okay, w what does it say? Nothing. Because mm -hmm. you see in the job titles, yeah, we're looking for this, 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 and this, this, and that you have. But what does it say about the company? Yeah. The personality of the company, the person, the, 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 the management style. How is the organizational structure? How is the culture? How are the people acting with each other? Uh, how is the work environment? Do you have like, is the catering? Uh, what what are, are the, the um, development uh, um, properties within? Name it. Mm -hmm. You don't see that. No. And and and. Yeah, we, we the the story is usually very dynamic organization, and uh, what what. what We're looking for a connector, a bridge builder, <laughs> or a sales tiger. Yeah, sales tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you the one who grabs that phone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does, does your heart start to beat faster okay. when you think about your? Achieving your daily GDP or USBs yeah. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it feels like there's a disconnect with people uh, doing what they like to do because they are forced to do it, because they're forced to walk in the lines and do what they've been asked to because working is good, because uh, that's what you do within walking in the lines. Yes. But it's not. And why, scientifically, or just look at the recent one, the number one... Um, um, sick reason uh, or absent leave at work is a burnout. Hmm. And that's a new thing. That's, that, that's a, uh, it's not a disease from just from the millennials because a lot of um, early born, um, do I say early? Sorry, late born Xenos, they had it pretty well as well. Okay. You could say they're pre- Millennials. So what, what kind of year are we talking about? Like early 80s? Like 84? Earlier. Uh, 84, that's the start of millennials. millennials yeah. So you could say who born in the uh, 70s, 60s, in, in that age where, where they, 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 if you had a good background um, or at least a de decent working parents or a good lucky call or whatever you call it, um, just a good if you are a little bit a little bit privileged if you're not living in a dark just, ages just from 1900 class, you so. come on 1900 that was back in the ages yeah. compared to what we're doing now it's yeah uh, um so after the second world war basically that impacted the whole world scale not just uh, on those, economical those basis are the baby boomers that's that's prior to the xenons 
So um, that's what I'm saying. You could say Lake, Lake Sinons. Mm. They have it. They had it good already. Yes. Also weak to burnouts. Mm. A lot of them, they're burnouts, but they, they at that time they were not burnouts. They were stressed out, or right. uh, they, they were stressed at home, or they had, you know, a little time off, or they had sabbaticals. Was was really a thing of that right. time. Sabbaticals. Uh, you, 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 if you see at resume sabbatical, it's called a burnout. Okay. <laughs> uh, not necessarily. Sorry, I don't want to rub someone. But a lot of times, uh, sabbatical is, is leading to a burnout. But they won't, won't mention it, or they say, "Oh, years later, I realized I had a burnout." Okay. Yeah. You, you will hear that more lately as well, and it only gets more because of the millennial generation because they they, they lack quote unquote the, the work ethics. Shut up and work. Mm-hmm. They cannot do that. And uh, getting back at the job, I really didn't like. I did it to forcefully did it, but at a certain point, it wore me out. Yes. Like. It really made me like me, not happy about going to work, spend all the time doing something I really didn't like, and it gets more Looking happier. At the clock. It, it's get more tiring. The time I know at home, I need to be like decompressed. I'm like, oh, it's those two days in the week were like almost a necessity in the weekend. I would nah. It's, so doing what I like was point one, and um, for me. Be uh, to be an entrepreneur. I try to enhance things. My company actually, I want to do change how people look at work, or at least employers look at selection business. How they look at it, don't just select on the paper. Just select by videos in any hands. Okay, I'm gonna give an example. Unilever, it's one of the biggest company worldwide. Mm-hmm. They basically say, okay, sometimes the process of four months can be reduced to two weeks due to video uh, applying. Wow. Big companies know that they say it in the process. They, for example, have software who's reading people who are answering the, certain questions, and the software is reading their face, the micro expressions, and they can, they gave a calculated answer. Hold on, they they do that? Yes. Holy shit! And that, that that's that's why I'm saying already that that's on a bigger scale on bigger companies. Well, welcome back. That was the batteries running out because we were going for uh, for quite a while. <laughs> Very professional operation we're running here. I just but talk too much. That's <laughs> <laughs> good to fill a podcast. Uh, yeah, we were uh, talking about um, companies using using uh, facial recognition software to to uh, video people in the. Yeah, it's 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 basically a software technique um, based on NLP, neuro linguistic programming, where a certain way of wiring. Or reaction on, on, for example, exterior can uh, tell about what's happening inside. Mm-hmm. If I ask you a question to remember something and you will look up, you are uh, a person who visualizes their their memories. And there's people who, for example, look down at the stomach and they, they'll remember the feeling the situation gives. Mm. So the way you program is where your body reacts and also happens with micro-expression expressions. I can see by breaking your sweat, you're lying, you're, you're insecure or when you're happy or when you're sad or how you're, are you rigid, are you flawed, are you whatever. Right. A computer can register that kind of uh, emotions. So... Um, they will ask certain questions and you have to answer and they can validate the, the validity of the, of the answer. Is it, wow. is it safe to say, to assume it's, it's, it's uh, truth, what they're saying? No, that's, uh, that goes pretty far. Well, you will see that more, few in, 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 more in the future, that I think that's going to be a part of the whole selection process where people have to present themselves uh, in front of a camera. Yeah, but you're, <coughs> they're using uh, computer technology to read people. 
but it's going to be more common and common and common in, yeah. uh, in general if you see that's pretty in intense that, that's all i'm saying well, but in, in criminal science is used as well light detecting is not necessarily just the pulse of your sweat anymore no it's, your, <laughs> it's um uh, even forensic uh, evidence can be detailed from the micro expression is a person lying yes or no yeah but to use that in the selection process i think that's pretty uh you know it sounds scary but this is the future yeah. It's the future of self-driving cars and everything robo- robotic and automated. It's it's like not far away. No. I mean, look at 20 years ago. We we were barely connected to the internet. Well, yeah, yeah, no. Like 15 years, I think, even. Yeah. But like, like I'm saying, 20 yeah. years ago, barely. You had some satellites, somewhat privileged, some old, old-ass connections. But yeah. like the current internet, yeah, it's like 15 years old. Look smartphone at, is less than 10 years old. Yeah, look at the, the technological enhancement. In its current form. And now the AI coming and all the cell phones reading everything you're saying, making big data, making the AI smarter. Mm. Um, it's 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 going to be exciting in a way of like, what's going to happen in 20 years? Okay, quite seeable. But in 40 years, you cannot imaginable. I mean, if you if you imagine today... To a person hundred years ago, they were they were like, no, yeah, yeah it's 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 hundred years ago in the year uh, nineteen eighteen, <laughs> there were uh, yeah there were maybe a couple of cars with after the first world depression. Uh, it was was one of the most. Uh, it was the just during the first world war. Yeah, hundred years ago it was the first world war. So, but but back yeah. then, you know, that that war was so horrible. Because it was kind of like the clash between the past and the present. Because people were showing up on horses in bright red suits, yeah, while the other <laughs> while the other side had machine guns, you know. And uh, but yeah, a hundred years ago, yeah, there was barely, you know. Well, you see, where, where 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 progress is always going to clash. In a way of like, you have both good points on both sides. For example, horse. Uh, would be a lot easier to fuel than a car. If you look at the Second World War, most of the battalions from Hitler was fueled by horses, were horses itself. Really? It's 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 yes, of course, tanks as well. But but a lot of army traveling by foot or tra- horses were a big big part of it. In of Second the World army War, well. yeah. yeah. And this parts are not usually shown because it it shows the vulnerability of actual like because the the, the whole the, the whole war was basically waging on how much there can be fueled. And fuel was hard mm-hmm. because the 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 Third Reich would would spread so far. Yeah. So it was a main issue, and that's why they were running dry at the fronts, of course. But everywhere else, <laughs> horses, horses, <laughs> bikes, uh, whatever they can come in there. Uh, just to say, as an example for progression and change, it always clashes. Mm. You young, old, uh, feminist generation, uh, male male dominated generation, uh, a lot of topics. Back to the topic uh, itself, um, finding a job you like is, is really important. And that's why in my training, one part is who uh, is why it's important. Well, we addressed a little bit. Yeah. Who are you? Well, that's why I gave my example to give a little bit background on like, okay, uh, what do you want? Yeah, well, what what are you good at? What what are your wants? And what, what, are, uh, what are your goals? Well, what for example, what, what would you recommend me do? Like I have a marketing background. I work yeah. for, a, for a financial... Um, for a company that made financial software, started in the graphic design department and went into uh, um, UI, UX and uh, online marketing. Did that for three years. Didn't like it that much, but then I become, then became a full-time entrepreneur and uh, 
here I am. There's one question I can ask high, low, doesn't matter which point you're at in your life. It, it sounds like a silly question, but I want to take, take this sincere okay. to heart. If money was not an issue, what would you do? I would probably do this podcast while I am traveling from place to place and um, interview the people I would I admire, and um, at the same time uh, travel the world and uh, make photographs uh, photographs of of that kind of what I'm doing with the blog now, but uh, I'm not making any money from that. Make it work. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's what I've been trying ever since I've been setting it up. You know, I'm trying doing, differently. I'm doing yeah. my best. Yeah. The, the, and it is a classical sentence, but well, I added I added this podcast yeah. to it a year ago, so mm -hmm. that's kind of that changed the whole thing, and that, yeah, that that get, it grows. It's it's not a fast fast business. It's not no. Uh, but ever since I added this podcast, I got a lot more visitors, and mm -hmm. people are on the mailing list, and yeah. quite a bit of listeners to the show too. You got to look at okay, what are your expertise? What are the parts you like to write and travel on? What what could be your niche? What could be the thing you could? Uh, everyone would be like, oh, I'm not an expert at something, but you can get you can be an expert at anything you want. If that's for example exotic cars, you want to uh, focus on exotic cars and uh, photograph and blog about those blog, vlog, and a video, uh, photo. If you combine those three, you will find enough markets because you will find a certain niche, for example, exotic cars or muscle cars or uh, sleeper cars where you get recognized by and whatever. It makes it make right. a business for yourself, make it work. Right. Just give an example. Find, mm. find what works for you in the settings you like to do. For me, example, I want to be a speaker, a motivator. Right. And how to get there is not, oh, I stand on a stage, oh, I'm Thomas and I'm telling you how to do shit. It's, it's no. I have to walk the path myself as well. One of the things was do what you like. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like teaching people stuff that I know where I'm good at. Recruitment, psychology, why do people do stuff, the hiring process, how people look at pe uh, companies, how, com how people look at companies. And, um, and, and how and, companies and, look at people. Yeah, vice versa. And it's, it's just... Um, I can mean something because in my uh, earlier years, I did a lot of video editing on mm -hmm. YouTube. I had like the most viewed channel, but due to a copyright infringement, <laughs> two mistakes right after each other. In that time, it was bam, gone. What, what, what kind of videos did you make? Um, one was the intro of Dexter, so at Cartoon Network. Oh, like Dexter's Laboratory? Yeah, because yeah, that yeah. was a really cool cartoon when I was growing up. I just yeah. had the intro. That I was remember it. that. You know, I think, <laughs> it was just funny just to put on. It just was reminiscing. I was just putting... At a certain point, I was producing a lot of content, and so, sometimes I just want to put stuff up. Now these days, you can do that, but back in the days, it was no, no. Yeah. And um, I made a filler of the newest Naruto episode, but it was not because it was the girl with the uh, with the prey. Oh, I don't know. It's like an anime. Oh, right. <laughs> so you would look at that for five minutes. So it was like filler. Just to get, I just wanted to see how clickbait worked. Right. Because at that time, clickbait was not a thing. Okay. 
you would basically put a title who people were like mislead and to just it was I don't know if it was trolling but, but you were considered kind of trolling fu- you were kind of fucking around with it once it yeah. was not something I did on a steady base or right. I, I did, a, did a step on the side I didn't know they were so precautious and mm. uh, I had a pretty funny channel it was pretty creative the, uh, dancing stuff like that people would never expect from me but <laughs> at that time I liked to do excel at stuff I, I took something and I just excelled at Diablo playing, uh, uh, whatever I was doing, I would just excel it, make a video, video editing, uh, photographing, doing whatever. You still got those videos somewhere on a hard drive? Or? That's the whole problem. A closed account cannot be reopened. I cannot visit the videos. No, anyway. you didn't save it to your computer? No, Ooh. no. No. Oh, Back at that day, you didn't have shit save, man. That things that were like 12 MB on a, <laughs> on a thumb drive. <laughs> oh, that's a shame, dude. Yeah. It's, it's it, probably somewhere on an, on an archive. Uh, yeah, time tape vault or yeah. In in the, in Google's uh, <laughs> underground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but so I had the video editing as well, and I did a lot of um, um, profile uh, like like um, social media. But back in the days, the, the I'm, I'm the C- MySpace, and MySpace, CU2, uh, right. f- Super Dudes, uh, Hives, uh, MySpace. <laughs> so back in the days, all this, I was I was really uh, uh, yeah. Like, like was, it was Super Dudes and what was it, Sugar Babes? Yeah, uh, like Xeno, Jump <laughs> uh, City. There were a lot of like like those programs. and It was like the, the stuff before MySpace even. Even, yeah. uh, way, way, yeah. way, way, and even chat rooms. But I was moderator on, on a few of those websites. So yeah. I really got an early day. Like social media before social media was a thing. Yeah, early day social media. Yeah. Let me put it like the MSN time. Yo, you got the MSN, you got to chat, and I then see, you, uh, you send a text. There's no yeah, WhatsApp yeah, yeah. or no internet, you know. it's it's. Yeah. If you want the internet, like, Mom, get off the phone. I was in line. <laughs> it's like that that time, you know. Um, but that's that social media knowledge, which is in Braille to me. I'm not this day, not that connected people. You got Facebook. I'm like, no. Um, but I do have, for example, LinkedIn I use because it's 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 good for the business and it, it's it's a nice environment to it's work It's a tool. In. It's, it's a very nice tool. It's a good platform for what I'm doing. And, uh, so also for if you're looking for a job, having a good LinkedIn profile is very, very important. Very much. It, well, I did it to, to you. Uh, you said, well, yeah. check out my LinkedIn. I said, well, change. You change two pictures and two, two sentences and it already converts in more yes. uh, people looking at it just by sm- sm- uh, small changes. And um, It's just the way you want to represent yourself. Do you want a static profile or do you want something that reflects you at least you in the slightest bit? Mm-hmm. You know, we choose for a different profile picture instead of one. Yeah, you took a, lot, a little bit more artistic one. Uh, that's how you are. You like to look from an artistic perspective on, on some on some points where you like uh, artistic stuff. But let me put it like this. You came in some house and we started looking at my paintings on the wall. Yeah. Just that yeah. This represents a little bit. You like art. Yeah. So the picture you have now, it's, it's with art in the background, represents you more than the other one was just on vacation or something. Yeah, oh, it was like a, like a generic, uh, you know, happy picture. Yeah, but not... Okay, okay you were smiling, but that's about it. So yeah. It was like, like <laughs> smile for the camera. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I think it wasn't, wasn't a bad picture, but it was, it was a very safe, boring picture. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't, did not represent yourself, you know, like... Um, yeah, like a, it's like black and white, and there's this crazy psychedelic art behind me now. Yeah, and and I, I can tell like instantly that you when people see that they get a different idea yeah. right away. I yeah. assume that's what I'm saying. That that's for example, I, I think if you find your niche with your podcast, um, 
you could make it work in a way of like, for example, you you have your merchandise or for your, your affiliate links, or if you get like really into a specific scene mm-hmm. where you're going to be expert in, right? which you choose because you like it, not because you know it or ch- t- learned it, but well, because the, you... What I'm, what I'm doing so far is just talk to people who I find interesting. And that's people who do all kinds of very different things. But that's going to be your thing then. Yeah. Do that. If you, if you like, okay, I think it's interesting because don't do what other people think is interesting. You could like, okay, you can look over like, okay, what is interesting in general, but don't do the same thing like somebody else is doing. Do make your decisions like, hey, I'm going to interview this person on this and this critics mm-hmm. I put up. Right. That still has to be the ones you like to interview because that's going to determine your audience as well. That's true, yeah. If you do it broad as for a broad public if you're gonna make be like a fool out of yourself make yourself your arms try three times bigger you had like a line here it's like oh i'm not you get a certain public you know if you're like oh i'm logan paul and uh you crazy ass motherfucker like this you know it's just like um, do that shit but in, in that's general, a youtube guy right the, the... Don't underestimate. He's a multi, multi, multi Oh yeah, I know. He, yeah, he, I, I know. I know of him. Like he, there was a controversy when he went to Japan uh, to a forest where people it's on killed the downfall. Himself. And then a few uh, months later, he had one of the biggest paid per view fight ever on yeah, history. He had a boxing match with exactly. another with another YouTube exactly. guy, right? It's 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 ingenious. They made yeah. millions of millions. It's million, like Trump says, millions of billions of billions. Dollars. Yeah. It's like insane. So yeah. respect for those guys. I mean, they do what they like. They they I like am, to fuck not, shit up. I'm not shitting on them. You know, like, uh, good for them. I'm I'm gonna give another example of YouTubers. You have this yeah. guy PewDiePie. He was really. An, an, I'm a big an, fan of that guy. Listen, he was a yeah. twat. He was. Yeah. yeah. Until he certain realized, okay. Because there was that he did this racism thing, and he started to realize, oh, I do have an influence, and I should not misuse it. Yeah, and, he, uh, he used the word faggot or something, or nigger. He, he said he, he, nigger, he let Africans uh, hold up. Uh, oh no, something like uh, like Hitler or no, something. No, no, he, no. That's what he got posted in the New York Times with. I, no, that, I he think, did on Fiverr. He had Uganda people, or whatever, yeah, well, but, with, with how Hitler I, or something. I, in front I of don't. Him. Yeah, I, I don't want to put false information out there. I don't think he he dropped an M bomb, but. What he did, he did. He did. He's yeah. racist. Yeah, yeah. He, he was putting out racist, but he was he was making as a he, funny he, joke political correctness. You he know? was making a racist comment, but that doesn't necessarily make him a racist. Yes, I mean, yeah. but what? The, yeah, the thing he got in trouble for was he uh, um, he he went on this uh, website where you can pay five dollars for yeah. for a service, and there's a lot of people in poor countries on there, and there's this. Uh, there were these uh, guys in Uganda who were literally living in a jungle, and you could pay them to uh, hold up a sign and uh, do a little dance. Mm. And and he did that. He paid five euros, and he let them hold a sign that says, I think it was like uh, Hitler did nothing wrong. It was something like that. Oh, Hitler over Hitler, yeah. SS, or something yeah. really... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and you, 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 can, you can say it's, uh, it's like a tasteless thing to do or it's an immoral thing to do. It was but, funny, but it was funny, <laughs> and 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 the way the the newspaper uh, reported on him was like, yeah, he's a racist, he's an anti-Semite, anti-fascist, he, yeah, 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 and uh, and instead of uh, going like, oh, well, I'm very sorry, it was like, no, fuck you guys, that's not what I meant. Oh, yeah. um, so you were you were uh, yeah you were talking about these YouTube, YouTube videos, accounts? yeah, yeah, close YouTube account, yeah, yeah. Um, lost videos, 
Love. Yeah, um, <laughs> social media knowledge. We use the, the the pre-social media networks. Yes, MySpace, Facebook, uh, mm. but uh, but even before it, see YouTube, uh, Super Dudes, uh, all 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 AIM, kinds of ICQ. Yeah, the, the <laughs> really old ones, and I was moderator at a few, so I had a pretty early discussion birth. forums. Were you on discussion yeah, forums? Yeah, definitely. Too? Yeah, yeah. For uh, that was, was like, my yeah, shit, yeah, man. <laughs> sociology, uh, philosophy, and always those 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 <laughs> wide range. Uh, That's cool. I spent a lot of time on the, on the Sega forums, man. Ofi- official Sega. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, yeah. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, but it was like pre pre internet days, and because of I think that's like the founded knowledge of how things work, uh, like social media wise. Mm-hmm. Together with the video editing, psychology, reeducation. All my trades, what, what I, I picked up the last few years, what I think was interesting, plus all the knowledge I had reading, uh, like like positive uh, psychology, uh, neuropsychology, um, but also like like practical stuff, like like mindfulness. So it sounds like all wavery stuff, but I think all parts to get to understand yourself or understand people around it, it it makes I'll explain a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can look at a person and see like, oh, I understand why you're doing this way. Right. Instead of like, what are you doing? And it's it's a good thing to uh, really uh, understand what makes you tick, um, or what makes you tick. Like, to, it's it's very beneficial to really understand yourself. So, and I don't think many people pay it or pay attention or try to do that or are consciously trying to do that. They're not conscious enough, but I think we're in a society where. The conscious level is like tipping to like more people getting more conscious. We were talking about that, yeah. Yeah, like like in the past few years, it like tipped like over the half more people getting conscious than unconscious, and this is where why <coughs> millennials are not necessarily bad because they are con- more conscious about other parts, like what do they want, or they at least they have more needs or more wants as well mm-hmm. because the basic needs are already satisfied. Right. So they need guidance with that. So companies have to facilitate that the, the 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 lack in parenting or the lack in certain skills. Yeah. Because um, not everyone is like stubborn like me and try to fight his own war and to get to somewhere you know uh, yeah. a self-proclaimed spot. But um, I do help a lot through my life. A lot of people get to their spot or at least to their and not it's my doing but that was part of it you know and yeah you kind of nudged them into the right direction or you made them see something about themselves that made them realize well maybe i should try this or well i'm, I'm like like I'm, I'm a gamer like for real not someone who plays a game once in a while i, I play a lot of games and but but to to finish that thought yeah uh, i mean also the little conversation we had earlier about the podcast that mm-hmm. what you said made me think a little yeah. bit i was like hmm well you you know you made me think yeah. and and who knows what kind of ideas ideas I will get from from that. It'd still be your ideas, but I I pushed a little bit and yeah, but that's that's a great thing, you know. Not many not many people can do that. But on on a way, I I believe I'm somewhat. How do you say blessed gift? Uh, I sometimes I my intuition, actually, if I listen to that. And always bang straight. It's it's it, it, right, it goes where on. I want to. Yeah, it's spot on. It's 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 if I put my mind to something or my 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 focus towards something, it it, it happens. And mm-hmm. um, even if if you can give off that spark a little bit to someone else, they they when they see like they're like ah, 
that aha moment like oh they get something that i think that's really really cool that the energy comes out you see out their eyes it. light up and exactly yeah. and then it's like ah nice to be part of that as well you know and that's um i don't know if it's my purpose but that's why i want to be like a speaker in the end i believe this this training will or <laughs> prove i'm really wrong at stuff or really prove i, I hope i can change uh, how 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 employers look at their work and employees look at their work as well, and <clears throat> be part of that. On one side, graceful, but also fun because I go against the the order. That that's how I am. You know, I see a pro, see how it's going, and I try to uh, enhance it or make it better. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I hope to see like maybe in like fifty years, I, I change the way, at least be part of changing the way how people look at work. Maybe it's not me who changed it, but Maybe I can. You'll be instrumental in it. A part of it. And if that would satisfy me and if I would get some money from it, that would be nice as well, of course. Uh, yeah. But, but that's that's not the main thing, doing what I like to do. Um, and maybe that will change in 10 years. Yeah. I mean, maybe I would like to go to startups. Maybe I want to make a lot of startups myself. Maybe I want to be a big imperial uh, f- next virgin. Or, you know, <laughs> it's, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, right. But your your current business, how would you describe it as uh, concisely as possible? Concisely as possible, uh, a, a training for five up to ten people um, to, to to get the skills. Oh yeah, that, that's where I was starting on. One is basically, who are you? How are you going to present it? And the last but not least, how are you gonna record it, edit it, and present it to wherever? what's what's the saving device that includes the training and that can be on a personal level but it's more like a group training because i want to uh, that people share it from each other as well use each other's lessons as well because i believe in like experience learning and group learning i believe in that yes so that's part of the training and it's not like i would present the workshop form um but the actual training would would consist of, of is consisting of three days right so it's it's maybe not three whole days but three day parts like four or five hours uh, it, it's also depending on the group size and the group level i mean uh, a group of students or a group of people who didn't work for 20 years or people who worked 20 years and just lost a job i mean mm-hmm. that's all different kind of levels of uh, and if you put all those people together they can yeah all those different perspectives they will all learn from that from each other well at the respective levels i mean yeah. a group of schoolers they can talk more about their level but the, tra- the the type of training is on their level as well you mm. a, g- a good training consists of multiple levels where you can switch between them if, if the group is like oh they actually know a lot more about this topic i'm not going to drag them through or hey this topic is a little bit oh uh, they, they're under educated or unknown or under experience with it mm-hmm. you want to put more attention on it right so it's it's different levels and that's what i'm saying this is the first training i made was like um on this scale on this intensity because i made easier trainings like like uh, job uh, applying training uh, like how to make a good resume how to make good letters from of motivation like skills like those on the training and they, you learned those in that job that you didn't like that much but you learned from that so it, much yeah exactly and those are like uh, uh skills who people use but they are p- pretty easy skills to make a video presentation is pretty hard for people yeah. to present. If I ask you to tell something about you in two sentences, 
I could do it, but mo- that's because I'm practiced at it. So you say, all right, describe yourself in two sentences. Like, think about that. Yeah. What do you say? And how long do you have to think about it? For me? Well, I mean, the average person, probably. Answer the question, yeah. For yeah. all the listeners. What, what do I do? In, in Who are you in two sentences? doesn't matter in which direction. I like to... Um, who am I? That's a hard man. <laughs> who am I? I'm uh, I'm a positive person and I I like to work with people. Okay, two two things. You're positive and work with people. That that defines your personality or I some would part say of it. so, sorta, kinda. <laughs> yeah. You see it it took quite some time to And that's not a very great answer, to be honest. I think. But you're already doubting yourself. You could like, okay, I could do something more sophisticated or at least more defined or something thought through, you know, like, like, uh, if I would say, um, like like the example I I gave before, I I like to learn stuff, but uh, same or even more, I like to uh, teach people other other stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's like, I like to learn, but the teaching is even uh, like more, that's how I am as a person. Right, right. I want to know it all because I like to learn everything. Shit, maybe I should t- take that course, man. <laughs> no, but uh, everyone got their their own course in that 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 way, and and um, and and just to, just to throw a plug in there. Where yeah. can people find more information about your uh, business and your? Uh... Um, for this moment, uh, just on LinkedIn, Thomas Slotboom. Um, yeah, put a link website. in the description. Uh, Solvision.com. Dot uh, nl. But it's currently going to be, it's on a maintenance. I'm going to do a quite experimental website with video only. Because, yeah, practice what you preach, I guess. Will you will you only uh, take your clients locally or do you also do this over Skype? Or if it, it's, it's dependable on, on the question as well. Um, if, if, if it's like a considerable big company with a considerable revenue then then i would invest my time in it for example training overseas or just coming overseas i mean it's it's a universal language it's it's i i can present it in english i can present it in dutch um and i think it's a skill it doesn't matter which country in any western country i could at least say it would work and um, even on different type of job levels i mean of course uh, a welder would we could make a little bit more easier with with like a selfie and just say yo i like this job and uh i'm, I'm like to do this and uh i'm very good at uh, certain stuff mm-hmm. if you like to invite me you already know if that click is there yeah maybe not 100 percent, but you have the idea nah oh yeah uh, yeah it, it, it could save uh, a lot of time and why if you do what you like you're gonna be less likely to go away to a different job or get sick mm-hmm. and be happy overall so employer happy, employee happy, simple. Everyone happy. It's it's quite simple uh, <laughs> uh, uh, goal and also solution. Um, but that's why in video applying that that's I think it's a good thing because I know all the parts needed for that, and that's why I'm saying I always wanted to be like an entrepreneur, and I'm like I got something. But people, the question is not there. But when I show it, people are like, oh, nice. That's that's I could apply that as well for my company. I got now, uh, for example, I got some um, people asking for some assignments for uh, more more sales related, because they realize oh, just stating some facts are not gonna 
connect with people and want to tell something personally. Hmm. And selling yourself or selling a product in that way is not that different be because people like to have personality, something they can relate to. And when the society is polarizing so much, you need also a lot of uh, personality to, to get through to people. And the courageness or the braveness to, to, to be yourself, uh, same like on a podcast like this, uh, you, you set yourself up vulnerable. If it's true, if it's business wise, very smart, yes or no, it, it depends who, who makes those rules. Yes. Who is the one judging it's good or bad? That's a good question. It's it's. Are you most likely to lose a client if, if they hear you say something you don't like? Probably. But will the will there be specific clients they will join because they specifically like what you say? Yes. Yes. More likely if you stand out than if you do something what everyone else is doing. Yes. And and that that's the same when selling yourself when you when you're on a job market looking for a job. What what is your fucking skill? What do you have to bring? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, I'm very good at editing and making it. No. Why? Tell the why then. And that's why I told the whole story about myself, because I wanted to know the people the why. Because it, it makes a little bit more sense. Sorry. No, the cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was not the cat that sounded, but I was scared <laughs> away. Um, <laughs> and um, but that, 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 that's why it, it made more sense, because in, in a way of like, you, I, it made somehow sense that yeah where i come from yes and i believe yeah there's people not with a similar story but everyone has their own story yes and what's your story what's your line what's your purpose and it sounds all what's all... your story morning glory no but it's it's a simple <laughs> it's no, a but, <laughs> no, but ask the simple question yourself then who are you who are you yeah i'm um, you people say the name okay who uh, yeah okay i'm thomas who's thomas uh, or, or people I'm start. Son. Okay. People are start. Who's that son? Somebody who grow into this. Who who did he grow into? Etc. 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 It's you can keep questioning the question and uh, asking the question and the for, the further you ask it, the deeper you get. And is there a certain point? Is there a point where you cannot reach any further? Maybe. Um, but see how far you can go. Mm -hmm. How far can you ask her? Who am I? And then answer, okay, well, who is that? What is that? If you go far enough, you'll get to to your to the core. Well, it's 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 more like 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 an onion, and it like um, the deeper you go, the finer the line the the structure is gonna get. Yes, and, um, that's life, man. And and maybe to make a jump to my hobby next uh, is is gaming. Um, but to finish this up. That, that that's my idea of, of soul vision and where i'm going from there maybe i'll create a platform where uh, i don't want to exclude too much ideas but uh, more video related uh, where, where it's really forcing not forcing but potentially saying okay resumes are outdated that, that's my i think my one of my first goals to make them outdated that would be pretty nice if i could could reach that goal because that will mean i i made a change that's a All part of the change. Sounds, that's an ambitious goal, and I think it's a it's a great goal. And um, uh, you were also throwing some numbers out there the other day, yeah. and uh, the results are spectacular. Yeah, it's 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 it's. I'm gonna give an example. Um, I had a 22 year old old guy. No, um, you 
was he had this basic schooling and that, that was it had some side jobs here and there he he did had his own company for a while so he had this entrepreneurship but he was well spoken to not not, not very like um how we say polite but more like he was he was really fluent he was easy to speak easy to go by it was really nice like, like, nice person yeah. to be around yeah but he, he wasn't speaking like the queen's it, english it, 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 it was a brother of a colleague of mine she said well uh, my, my my brother gets uh, unemployed soon can do you have an idea what what could be good for him because uh, maybe we, uh, you have an idea i said let me speak to him so so i can fish a little bit what, what, what's up and a few seconds when it, when i spoke to him i was like okay have, you can be a recruiter you can work in recruitment because that's that's a job which really been asked for and he got the right he got the right traits for it and hmm. um, so we made a video where he talked about how he is as a person what he liked he liked bitcoin trading uh, fast cars like to ride, you like to drive cars, and you see him pull up in his car, and he says, "Well, if you like to know me more, uh, uh, send me an invite, and my next destination is your uh, is is your office." And he drives away. And <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> we we showed, uh, he showed it to the employee uh, employer, and um, he get he got a, he get into a meeting, and he basically got his contract without even showing his resume. Wow. So th- 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 that's another example that at a job that he wanted. Yeah, and he really enjoys, and he's, he's like, he's a business operator now. He's, he's he's making like huge steps in there, and he got the chance, and he made it for himself. And um, that's yeah. badass, dude. It's fun, you know. It's yeah. it's it's uh, in in a way of like uh, people excel, and the employer happy and employee happy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're yeah, you're you're doing a nice uh, righteous thing there, man. You know what I'm saying? It, and and that 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 is what. Makes it fun because yeah. it's it's also you're uh, making the world a little bit better for everyone. Yeah, yeah. And 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 that's not money driven. It's more like innovation driven. I like to right. change things. And maybe it's gonna be like for for example, people like I already talked uh, talked about him earlier. Like like Elon Musk, what, what he's doing is he's like an example of what is possible. Right, but yeah, sure. But he's also a super genius and the freak of nature, and you know. True, but you don't need to be that to be successful and enjoying your life. That's true too. Yeah, and and because of that, you know, it's it's it applies to everyone. Everyone wants to enjoy the stuff. And maybe a small point before we go to the gaming, <laughs> uh, slow mo. I mentioned. We'll, we'll get there, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mentioned earlier slow mo. Um, he was like a neuro doctor, neuropsychologist, and a neuro doctor. Very recognized one in the field at like a big mansion private uh, uh, private zoo stuff like that and he was like 55 years old and he was sitting in his office and basically writing uh, advice and he was basically realizing he was doing the same shit he was doing 40 years ago 30 years ago he was do- still doing the same same type of work mm-hmm. and he was like I don't enjoy this anymore right. or at all and it's a long time. He did early retirement because he had the money, of course. He didn't have to work because he had the wife, he had the cars, he had the everything. And uh, he divorced his wife, quit his job. Um, oh, wow. Everything. Big, what he big went, changes all at the same well, time. Not necessarily very uh, negatively, but it just it was past, you know. Right. Um, as a neurobiologist, he knows how the brain works, you know. And at a certain moment, he went skating 
skating, like roller skating? Roller skating. Roller blading. With inline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he would just skate. And he enjoyed it that much that that's all he did. And what he basically did, he did the move where basically where you get off the floor with one feet and just be in that position and stay in that position. Neurologically, this is the point where your brain gets the most activity and the most endorphin release. So that's why he stayed in that position and he found like technique that he could maintain on one leg, be in that like starting skate position and maintain that position for like miles. <laughs> and people just skate him for by for years and see him just he thought they thought they were he was a bum or something. Like he was a crazy dude who yeah. was just rolling around on one leg. <laughs> he was a crazy rich dude, but he was not crazy. Right. Yeah, but that, that's, what, that's what people probably thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But he, and why it was called slow-mo, because it seems like he was skating in slow motion. Slow motion. <laughs> you see, it was that one position. Uh, look into the guy, and then you see a really slow inspiring mo, story. Like, because like, <laughs> he, he will explain... Slow motion. <laughs> uh, let me th- think about the clue of what he was telling. Um, Did he tell a story in an interview or like a TED talk? I think or he, he he talked to he talked to a patient and the patient he he was like um, like fifty five years old and the patient was like eighty or ninety and uh, he was talked to them and the patient was like still like like very like uh, like still onto it he was still already alive really fit oh, like and, a, and whatever yeah 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 and very spry old yeah. guy and, and and one of the patients said to him like um, what do you, what do you want to do I think one of his earlier patients, when he was like a young dude, he was like 20, 30 years old, some of the patients said to that, what, what do you want to do? And when he was 55 years old, he remember back then that, that, that the patient said to him, what do you want to do? Or who do you want to be? Or what, or what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. And at that moment, he was just skating. It was <laughs> enough for him. And that guy, and you can say whatever you want, he is happy 90% of all, all his time. Where in general, people are in general maybe happy 60% of the time or whenever they're not working or what percentage that is. Yeah, so the moral of the story, do whatever the fuck you want. If you want to roll around on one leg on a rollerblade, if that makes you happy, do that. Starting a business, being a, being a, being a doctor, being a lawyer, being uh, the great uh, house painter, uh, whatever. Hmm. It doesn't matter. Do at least something you like, man, or else you waste your time. I think that's the moral of the whole story. And, um, and you help people. Uh, you help people find that in the right job. And, exactly. And you help the businesses with yeah. finding the right people for the job. Exactly. It's just spend time correctly, and spending time not correctly, one of them is gaming. <laughs> I, I think I think that's a nice way to wrap up this yeah. part of your business. So once Definitely. again, your website uh, soulvision.nl. Um, but you find me on LinkedIn. S O L Vision. Yes. Know, and your LinkedIn. You find me on LinkedIn. Uh, Soul and then S O L and then Vision. Okay. And people can contact you through that. Yeah, and and then we'll probably put like a link of my LinkedIn page. Add me if you like to, and st- questions, whatever. Be free to ask. Uh, don't be afraid. We're all human. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not a computer. All right. <clears throat> so, so gaming. Yeah. Yes, I think one of my main time sins, because it's like 
quite time consuming. Uh, what is a gamer? My perspective is like not someone who games once in a while because that's like 70% of all the population. That's not. And people people right away think like, all right, gaming, like you're wasting time playing computer oh, sitting games. Sitting there in, 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 in the attic uh, all by myself. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, like in the, in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> But the way yeah, I'll pre prephrase it a little bit, the way you you talked about it was yeah. um, it was a very unique way of looking at it, or a, a way I hadn't considered myself yeah. yet. So that's why I found it interesting to talk about this. It's it's in general the first bluntly said ten years I was like a competitive FPS gamer, first person shooter. Which games did you play? Uh, Counter Strike was 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 like my main thing. Uh, that, that's a very competitive one, shooter. 1.6 or before that? Uh, 1.4, 1.5, 1.6, Source. Source, did, uh, great did, fan of Source. Was it uh, that the big sniper still had the crosshair when you were intimidated? AWP, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, very nice. Uh, I, I played some Black Ops. I was very fan of that uh, on the console. I switched uh, to consoles at a certain point. Uh, I love the single player uh, uh, part of that game, no, like zombie, with... zombie slayer, man. <laughs> that was that was like that excelled your skills and strategy no, to the I, max. You know, I, I like... love that Cold War story, and you know, it was just it was it was a badass game. <laughs> Anyways, that that was my like my FPS time, and I switched to RPGs once in a while. I did some RPGs in the past, like RuneScape, World of Warcraft, um, but for the last five years, I've been playing uh, Warframe. Warframe is an MMORPG, multi-massive online role-playing game. It's it's basically sort of space ninjas. Space ninjas. <laughs> and, um, space ninja pirates. So, infested, uh, so just to explain to the audience what, what a massively multiplayer online RPG or role-playing game is. It's an RPG is where you level one or multiple characters and in, in a team-based environment, so four men or eight men or 30-man yeah, so mission. You, so you pick your character and your character gets stronger. As, as you play on and yeah or you put certain stuff off to make it strong you level your character that's a role playing game you take a certain role it's multi-massive because it's like online plates and um, how many people are are you in the world with at the same time that that, that varies depending on, on the server um, on the server where I am depends one is like 10 50,000 and on, on the other server it can be 50, 150,000 so just depending on the time of the day and, and, yeah, and So you're playing this game together with 150,000 people at the same well, time? Well, it's, it's cross-platform in a way of like it's also on the PC, also on the also on the Xbox, but they have different servers not uh, cross-play yeah. um, but that game in essence it doesn't explain much and it's a lot of things you have to figure out no information, but you have to figure it out by just getting the game or getting understanding what to do or find out what to do it's like a huge complex world yeah and, and they're very strategic it's it's you can play it basically like oh click on and go or you can really think 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 and improve improve yeah you know i'm i'm, I'm one of the improving guy um and it's it's, it's really been a nice game and i've, I've been in inside a clan that's a, that's basically a group of people from the same on the, the same banner yeah a clan so, yeah. is a clan is like a team yeah yeah and it was quite it's, big. It's around. called a clan for online games for some reason. It's 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 a clan comes from like like the clan. Yeah, a clan is a group of people who like stride under the same flag. Yes, yeah, and they they can be the same species, but they have different clans. Right, and that, that's where I think the word I don't know the actual origin, but but this is the use of clans. Uh, yeah. So a group of people on the same banner, um, run quite big, 
quite successful and after so as you play together as a team you you is better than to play alone because you can help well, each other and that, that that's my point after after a while in the beginning i was still competitive from from the shooting and and whatever i really wanted to know everything just to beat out other people like ah, i know it and you don't but after a while it, it changed because i was responsible for like about three thousand people in the end um you, you want to change perspective and then like, like okay what can i do to 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 like play on this game like like okay i know everything now but what's what's more to get from this game so i started to more change my perspective on the game and how i look at gaming itself or like what do i want on this game it looks familiar <laughs> yeah what, what do you want to get out of it well exactly I, I asked myself the question as well not just on working on my private life but also in, in gaming life for example and what i really got from it uh, enjoyed it is is I sit in people's living room all across the world. I sit with Belgium guys, French guys, Nigerian guys, uh, people from America, North, East, South, West. All um, around the world. Uh, everywhere, Canadians, and they all have their... It, it, I don't have to go to that city to actually experience the culture because I'm sitting in someone's living room. You're sitting in someone's head, literally. <laughs> literally, yeah. You, yeah. You, you're Wearing not, a headset yeah, exactly. with a microphone and you talk to each other. You sit with eight people next to each other, literally ear to ear, and um, some people you run with two, three, four. Some people I know like seven, eight years. And gaming on on a PC is quite big. There's a lot of people with a PC, yeah. And to get to stay in touch with the same people, that's sometimes hard with so many people. And consoles, it's more consolidated, I guess. Yeah, and I think they they have uh, the networks are more tighter. Yeah, and communities the, the are more tighter. The consoles themselves have have really good tools to to put friends in groups. Yeah, and, uh, they keep people connected through PSN, for example. The yeah, or, or Xbox Live. Yeah. yeah, but on PC you got Xbox, you got Steam, you got uh, Origin, and I think you know different you, matchmaking, different countries. Yeah, yeah um, it's, it's very it's much more fragmented. Yeah, well, if you if you got a PS4, you got a PS4. If you got an exactly. Xbox, you got an Xbox. That's so, it. So I do like the community aspect a lot more and get to know the people. And still, I'm the best at the one of the best at the game. And at least I don't know people who are like excelling me or so much better because I, I earn my status as like <laughs> one of the best players on the game. But that's not <laughs> okay. my point. My I use that to inspire other people, like in a way of like, hey, this is me excelling most at this game, and this is not just the game. And I always believe that. Uh, that's what I tell people and that's how I get through it to them I said the way you act on the game is the way you are if you want to be a dick on the game for example shouting at people this this is how you are yes if you want to be away from the world and then just emerge in a game this is who you are if you want to be the best and kill everyone to boost your self-esteem this is who you are yeah a simple example where I can point someone out why do you gain what do you get out of it what you but what you described there, um, like I uh, like GTA is one of my favorite games, yeah. and when why? Because you got freedom, and uh, when I play that game, mm. I I try to not run people over. Mm. I try to not like damage the world around me if I don't have to. But if someone uh, picks annoying up, you, yeah. Well, no, but but if someone picks up GTA mm. and they just start to, just to kill everyone like a psychopath. Mm. Like uh, that, that always makes me pause for a second. Like, hmm, like why, why do you do that? Well, it's it's funny. Uh, I, I have an example. And even for even though it's just virtual, but, but I have an example. But for I that. don't even want to kill those virtual people. Did you ever had this when you sit in a tram or a bus 
And when you're thinking like when you walk somebody, yeah, I'm gonna smack that person's head. <laughs> Just by no re- did you ever had that? At I'm any sh- time. Like, I'm sure I've had that thought, you know. But you didn't. No. So it's more like we think of devious thoughts, but our morale, the way we are, we're like, nah, why? Or yeah. Uh, it's it's and this is where psychopaths don't have this filter. They will actually do that. Right. So that defines um, what you say, oh, uh, when it, it makes you doubt, it's just that people give more into their inner thoughts or their, 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 their malicious thoughts, which is it's not bad as long as you don't act on them. It's same like racism. It's, it's only going to be worried if you're going to miss you, if you're going to do something with it or right. something bad with it for you. So, yeah, it's it's. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, the, the way you act on on the game is exactly what you want. You want the freedom. But you, it's not necessarily you want to molest things. Mm-hmm. And it says more about you than about the game. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Maybe it's a good idea to have gaming psychology. It's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> it's a game. Well, I believe that... But, tr- but like I said, like if I, I can... The way someone plays uh, like a game where you have total freedom, where you can do... Copyright uh, video psychology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, copyright video game psychology, that's right. But if if you yeah. if uh, like the way people act in video games where yeah. they have total freedom where they yeah. can either be a good person or just kill everyone, yeah. uh, the way they play that, I mean, that that says something about that person, you know, yeah. what what they do with that freedom. Well, I believe Without, that in uh, in the future yeah. they're going to use gaming or simulations to assess. What the word says it's simulations, yeah. and and in a simulation where. Um, for example, now the military use uh, games to assess like like the combat capability, like situation awareness yeah. in, in, in VR games or games who were designed to use in the military as selection tools, simply, mm-hmm. uh, or training modules. And it's only go- that, that's military, but military has always shown like the progress of, of the public, same like internet, there was internet. But it was military. They had yes. cell phones, but it was military. They had uh, satellites. The military, military is always so. like ten years ahead. Of, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and that's because that that's a lot of the R and D of countries came from, and that's why war is progress. And it sounds really nasty because it's, it should be a different progress, I believe. But in in reality, or the last history, the, that is what the war has brought progress in that way, uh, development. Yes, it's true. It's, it's not necessarily yeah all if, bad, uh, but probably if the Second World War never happened. I'm not even sure if, if we'd gotten to the moon or at least maybe much later, you know, like to all the rocketry and all the technology that was invented. Uh, and that's so what I'm saying, extinction, progress. Uh, we, every time when we about to, like, it goes bad, we uh, progress every time, you know, and it's mm. the same, like, for example, the, the water crisis. I mean, we don't have enough water. We don't have enough water. No, it's it's if you, if you look at, uh, do you remember the, the day zero? In Mexico City, no. Um, the day zero was was declining, like like in February. They say we're gonna in day zero they're gonna run out of water. Okay. Run out of clean drinking water. What was and, it? South Africa. Um, I think it was South Africa. I thought it was Mexico City. Okay, it could be because right. it goes like through all America and then it enters Mexico City and okay, that's yeah, really sure. dry. But maybe South. Africa, I, think I think it's happened at several countries yeah, now. They, yeah. There's reaching a day zero. Where basically the running the 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 vial drinking water runs out because they get, take it from sources, but the sources has been gained over thousands of years, so they have to replenish. They won't, so they dry out. Point. Mm. Some areas they don't 
end up without without water. So yes. day zero. Um, um, that's going to be a problem as well. Also for uh, for Western countries. Yes, um, in, for example, like a country of Holland, how much water we use in agricultural is is, is astronomically. It's, a, it's crazy. Yeah, it's astronomical because they they won't pay any any uh, not much for for any water because they will increase the prices on water, they will uh, increase the prices on our products. Yes, but the way we misuse water uh, as as like vital resources because only one percent or two percent of the earth drinking water or of all the water is drinkable. Mm-hmm. So if you consider that amount of people in like 2020, 2040, sometimes uh, even closer, like near future, countries are going to run out of water if they don't You're think starting of to stuff worry, to... Man. You're starting to freak me out. Well, what happened to with that day zero, wherever it was, <clears throat> they they uh, postponed it by one month, and then another month, and then by half a year, and then uh, 2019, and then on hold for indefinite. What happened... They charged. They changed the way of thinking of about using water. More considerate, changing the ways. Um, not necessarily in uh, hiring the price, but just thinking the way of use it. Mm-hmm. So we're capable, but only if like extinction or problem or. And that's what a lot of people uh, experience in life. I think only when when we have pain, we want to change something. But we can change also when we don't have pain, and then it's gonna w- actually work for us, not just we'll solving. Pain. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, huh? So, but gaming we, works for that, and that that's what. But we uh, we can turn seawater into drinking water, though. Not expensive. It's too expensive to to do that. It takes too too much amount of energy. But maybe in the future. Mm. But to get back on, on why gaming would be good, it's it's your motoristic skill, but also yeah. your problem solving. I'm still kind of thinking about yeah. that whole water story you just told me. That's uh, that that's freaking me out a little bit, man. You shouldn't, because mankind is always, it's the same like oil, it's it's the same fossil reserve, it's going to be gone as well, and we have, we're going to have solutions. We mm. already had them before, like like a few hundred years ago, I mean, Nikola Tesla didn't. Yeah, think, true, that's yeah, true. Stuff like that, it's, it's more like, we don't have to really worry about it, I mean, but we do have to be considerate. Yes. Be considerate, that's, that's already a difference i mean if, if everyone does that it'll be uh, you know a better world and peace and love yeah definitely <laughs> but, but to get back at the gaming the positive is is it's also something which try to strive for better try to be the best at something try to max out your level that's yeah. that's what happens on the rpg it's yeah, not I'm, like you do it and then you're done you always try to find a way to do it better faster yes. stronger level this more try this setup try that setup try this team setup if we and it's a team-based game it's a lot of more dimensions than just oh i take a character versus an npc a non-playing character no it's my group versus a big boss if he does this i'm gonna do that and, and you're working together and um that's not all you do because you talk about uh, people talk about their kids, their work, their lives. Uh, it's uh, culture, uh, the way the family see things. It's it's you speak more because you know these guys for years and they're doing like like it's the same like if you would work out twenty hours a week with the same buddies. Yes, you get to know them. Yes, even if you work out, if you're working in the, in the gym, you work out five years in a gym, you would know everyone around. Yes. They would sort of call it the social or surrounding. We, we, and I can say we because I, I think there's more people who think like me. We are social. 
it's not that I don't have real life friends. I just count them like wisely because where I spend my life and because gaming is something I like to do as a hobby, just to decompress at home, do two hours uh, after after work. It's it's just it relaxes me. Somebody watches the TV. I play a video game with mm-hmm. my friends. Yeah. And, and and it's not a necessity, but it's it's nice to do to come home to or or when you want to relax, you know, after our day of working, and it's 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 okay. And I'm not saying every gamer is is well healthy and and <laughs> all social, but we're not all social students. Definitely not. I have a social life, I have a love life, I have a work life. So yeah. it's not like oh, I'm I'm sitting in the attic and me <laughs> 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 No. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's it's a good it's a good hobby and it's um and everyone everyone has their own uh I mean like anything if if you do too much of a good thing it's it's not a good thing but yeah. what I like to do and this is going to make me sound like the geekiest guy in the world I love to play uh, Forza Horizon 3 on the Xbox <laughs> racing game and uh and they <laughs> and they uh they made uh it, it's in Australia, mm-hmm. and the graphics are gorgeous. And yeah. what I like to do is just uh, drive around in a really nice car, mm-hmm. and I put on classical music in the background, <laughs> and that that kind of chills me out, man. I like it. It's uh, it's like a little little I don't know, uh, relaxing moment. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. That I'm, I'm looking at a nice virtual sunset. <laughs> no, but it's it's. I always think and hearing the noise of like a really nice car and shit, and I don't know. It, it sounds. Again, it sounds simple, but it's. A, I think it's a nice way to kind of calm think, down. I think it's also another positive thing because it's still something you're doing with an action. You're still controlling a car. You still have input. Yeah. Where if you would watch TV, it's only one way. Yes. The television towards you. You're not like, oh, thinking or whatever. You could do that, but uh, generally when people watch TV, the brain activity goes... Yes. And while you're doing something you like, your brain activity doesn't do that. It will like increase and you can like even think of other things or like enjoying more or like, like uh, that, that state of mind is not that bad. You know, gaming, it's, it's, it can be a happy place for you, you know, yeah. and, uh, it's not necessarily saying, oh, you should hide from the real world. No, but it's a sub reality. It is. And, and, and it's only getting more real with VR headsets and crazy graphics Oof. and 4K and all that shit. Yeah, do we have to work in the future That's at, at the office? Because I can put on my VR glasses and see <laughs> all my colleagues, you know. That's uh, true. Imagine that, for example. I mean, you laugh now, but why, no, would, not you that co- crazy, why would you commute to work if you could do that? Yeah, yeah. Well, have, have, you, um, have you seen the Microsoft HoloLens project? So it, it's basically this thing. Um, it, it's getting which every year they every once in a while they make like a more advanced version of it. But it, it, so it looks cooler every time. But right now it kind of looks like a like a motorcycle helmet. Mm-hmm. And um, you put that thing on your head and uh, and um, you look into the real world through it. And in that thing, there's like a bunch of cameras that track your eyes and there's gyroscopes in there and all kinds of sensors. And then what it does, it projects uh, holograms into your vision, into the real world, because that thing is also aware of the room you're in. So you can literally uh, pick something up and put it on the table and you see it, you see it right in front of you and you can interact with it and you cannot feel it, but it, it works so well that it 
feels intuitive. Like you can grab it and you mm-hmm. can put it on the table. And if you walk around and you uh, you walk around a little bit, you you turn your head and uh, you don't see it anymore because because it's out of your vision. Mm-hmm. If you look back on that table, it's still there. Mm-hmm. So, and that's some real Star Wars shit. If you look at if you think about what they can do with that, they were, they were showing this demo of like an architecture uh, company. Like one person has the has the Hololens on, yeah. and he's walking around the table with a with a three D model of a building, mm-hmm. and they kind of grab it and move it around and yeah. zoom in on it and sculpture yeah. it through VR. Uh, yeah, 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 and and also uh, people training to be surgeons, virtually operating on people. Well, that that was the point we we had it discussed earlier. It's like I I, I proclaim that. If you're a doctor and you don't study like uh, computer editing or like like I would you say computing language, you're gonna have got a problem. Maybe not in the next ten years, but in the twenty, thirty years, I think like at least half of all the operations, the standard ones, are operated by 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 robots. Yeah, or by machines that are operated by people. They, they, they but have you to have to learn to operate those machines. So, so you you gotta have to still have to be a doctor, but with different kind of skill sets. And you see that in every sector, it will change. Like in the recruitment sector, for example, you have computers who, who read microexpression. You don't yes. need that. The whole selection progress goes by computer already. They recognize the resume on certain uh, years. They can translate data. Um, they can replace most of the human activity, but they what they cannot replace is the the human input on it. So. No. You you have to be more on the input side than than on on the computer side because yeah if you do what a computer can do maybe you should think about doing something else yes yeah I I actually know a guy doctor and uh, fuck I forgot his name I haven't talked to him in years but guy from Saudi Arabia very nice guy mm-hmm. f- super bright guy and he he's like a surgeon who who uses like uh, robotics to operate yeah. on people and. I guess if you're searching, that's where you want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. That's a step. I mean, yeah. I think they will be completely automated. Same like, uh, look at the, the 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 progress of building a car. That kind of that that idea kind of scares me though to have an AI operate on me. Why? Because you don't care if, a, if the car you drive in is built exactly the same way. Yeah, but. I don't know, man. What what if that? And AI... You see the complexity of building a car with with which with a, which a robot can do. Yeah, if but, but progress like fifty years ago. What if wouldn't? that AI suddenly turns uh, malevolent or something, man? <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that's all the that's all the doom thinking. But it's now more the reality thinking. Like those processes, everything was automated. So if it's like repetitive on any level, if it's surgeons or mechanics or controlling or scanning, what do you think of an airport? Should it be manned by people? Well, a lot of stuff already goes automatically. Well, I mean, why yeah. are the people, the people should be necessi- necessity as like more like a commodity or like a welcoming thing or put a human touch to it? But is it a necessity to have humans at an airport no, or at a grocery I mean, market? Or I was uh, at uh, Schiphol Airport in Amsterdam yeah. recently. And um, when I checked in my bag, I, I walked up to this. It looked kind of like a, like a pod. Mm-hmm. And, and I already checked in with my computer. Mm-hmm. So I already had the had a boarding pass. Yeah. Put my suitcase in this box, automatically weighed, scan my boarding pass, prints out this uh, uh, like uh, barcode that I put on my bag. Yeah. Press the button, it goes off. 
So that's, you know, that's already automated yeah. part, partially and, you know, in five years it will all be automatic. And if I enter the country in the Netherlands, yeah. um, you can go through uh, customs, um, uh, you know, traditional customs, yeah. but you also have this little gate, you put your passport in there, mm-hmm. camera moves, moves to the height of your face and like analyzes your face, recognizes your face, mm-hmm. matches it up with your passport and... Grants you access or not? Uh, yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it grants you a visa or entrance to your country. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty insane, advanced stuff already. You know, it's it's not advanced anymore. That's that's my point. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm just I I still Maybe marvel you're, you're at the technology. The, you know, I'm not. Uh, I believe in a way of like. This well, I, I force myself to, to to acknowledge how at, at what an incredible place we are now. You know. yeah, but it's it's simple to frighten from the simple things. If you take an example in, in every passport, if you take your passport for example, there's a little chip in it, an yes. RFID chip, right? Radio yes. frequency identified chip, right? Mm-hmm. And if you put it to a scanner, it will read that chip. Right? Yeah, I, I know it works. But what if I increase the scanner by a hundredfold or a thousandfold? Yeah, you can. Uh, I don't know. Then Check it. Chip blows up. No, I I can scan it from a thousand meters away, or maybe. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's and that that happens too. I'm sure. And your cell phone is one as well. Everything yes. you say is recorded. Most um, likely. It, there's no way to to run or hide, but I'm like, don't be that afraid, you know. And same like political correctness, don't be afraid, man. It's it's. Well, I think the 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 whole AI thing, and I think that's something we need to we need to uh, be kind of wary about. And uh, if if guys like Elon Musk say, "Well, we got to be careful with this shit," because if once once that thing's out in the open, we mm. we don't know if it's going to be bad or it's going to be good, but we know for sure that we're not going to be able to control it. No, and <clears> that's uh, you know, and I think. Um, that's something to take seriously, I would say. It's 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 something which should be dealt with great cons with with great caution, of yes. course. And I think this should be limited into a particular area where you would never ever make an AI covering all parts. Yeah, but once an AI gets smart enough to t- to improve itself. That's where it gets creepy. But this is where you find the boundaries of an AI. You should like guard those uh, boundaries but very there, strong. There are no regulations about that. No one really wants to do that because everyone wants to be the first to have the highest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, we 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 are creating something here, and we don't know. But exactly by that, it has to be considered a real threat, but just not something not necessarily bad. No, no. I, imagine if if a patient goes into a hospital. And the scanner can say how much, uh, with ninety nine percent clarity, more than a human, in which treatment is necessary. Who would you pick? The that human still cr- with the lower percentage or the computer? That would be great. Yeah, I would which would you choose? Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. So it's not sure. that bad, and it, it can no, be I mean, used in good ways. Uh, sure, sure, sure. It's, it's. I mean, a lot of good things are happening because of it too. You know. Did you see the Did you see the mini drone? 
Uh, like the size of a fly that the military uses now. Yeah, with, with facial recognition software <laughs> and they have a small moldable explosion charge they can shoot that right in front of someone's brain if it's identified by as a bad guy. <laughs> like like a that's beyond James Bond yet. It's it's now current. That's crazy. Is is that real? He showed it. I saw a clip of it uh, where where what, what what's this called? What's this video? Um, I don't have my phone with me. Um, like I got mine here. But it, but it it was a small military drone, and 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 in the future, how 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 uh, the U, the 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 army is using AI and robotics like like drones. Like military drone or military small drone will be. Right. Let me see. This one. Precision strikes last year. We're super proud of it. It allows you to separate the bad guys from the good. It's a big deal. Is this real? But we have something much bigger. Fucking scary. Holy shit. Your kids probably have one of these, right? Uh, is it? Is this real? Yeah. Not yeah. quite. It's like this tiny little drone. Hello, a pilot. You barely see it. No. That skill is all AI. It's flying itself. And that's its actually what it's doing. can react a hundred times faster than a human. He tries to grab it and it just flies away. Is an anti-sniper. It puts like his yeah, anti-sniper function. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Just this... like any mobile device these days. This is it has cameras Don't and sensors. It. It's amazing. And just like your phones and social media apps. It does facial recognition. Inside here... I mean, listen, listen, look, look. ...three grams of shaped explosive. This is how it works. And the rocket sucks. <laughs> well, I mean, it, this, this looks like a movie, though. That I mean, it looks, it, looks like a, it looks like a movie. It doesn't look real to me, though. It is. Isn't this like a clip from a movie? No. Oh, hold on. This is press conference. Oh, hold on. This this was made to provoke thought using sensationalist storytelling, but I believe the message is legitimate. Consider the technology we have, and it's we already could, there. And yeah. All right. So so it's a um, you know it, it's 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 like um, like a very well done it's it's a scary video of uh, it's, of what how <laughs> how drones can fuck people up this is from a congress and it's it's actually like posing the id more of like we have this technology but it's not put together but this is what it could do if we put these technologies together right yes i mean yeah, okay. do we have facial recognition yeah we do, do we have mini drones yeah uh, one of the comments says the scary thing is is that tech is available yeah. so for this. That's true. Yep. And who says the military don't use it? That's a good... That's I know a, the military use very sophisticated drones to do all several kind of things of suicide missions. Uh, right. Is, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put this video in the show notes as well, but just to be clear, it's not, it's not like a real conference. It's, it's, a, it's like a thought-provoking kind of video. So, uh, yeah. But it's the same like the like the like the dark uh, the which is the black mirror type of thing. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's, that. 
but this is more real in a way of like this is this actually that like the person said to come this actually exists it does have you ever seen that video of those um of those robots that jump over things and it's, yeah. it's like a, it's like a robot that kind of looks like it jumps over this wall it runs yeah. it's fucking fast it's yeah. it's so fast and uh you know that <laughs> that's like legit terminator shit man yeah, we're in a funny age, you know. We'll see. We we know the old. We'll see the new. It's it's gonna be a funny time. But I, I think I just adapt. You know, I think I think the adaptability to be like good on your feet is is quite important. Yes. For any case, you know. We, very true. You know, in, in for example, in a very bad scenario, thing goes bad. At least, if you have some basic, you you have something where you can go from. If you're like down in the slums or we're like in a really sad position, you're not really able to react well on a bad situation. So no. I think in, in no way it's it's wrong to like be the best of yourself, you know, that's it doesn't harm anyone, you know, it's and it's enjoyable as well, you know, it's rewarding. So it's yeah. Of course sometimes there are downs, but you need them both in a way of like go for it. Yeah. So it's it's pretty mushy, but yeah. I think this is a good place to end, man. I'm pretty sure we it's talked over three hours. Cool. Yeah, at least, man. And I think that's a nice, uh, nice note to end on as well. Yeah. So once again, how can people find you? Um, I think like LinkedIn would be the the most easiest way to address me because that's worldwide. Uh, yeah, in- on there. International. Yeah. yeah. Worldwide. So what's your name on there? How do people find uh, you? Thomas Slotboom. Uh, and you also got the website soulvision.nl yes exactly alright those links are in the show notes ladies and gentlemen thank you all for listening to the Polarizer podcast this show is brought to you by Alert Alert is the allergy translation app for travelers so if you go to China or Tibet or India or Australia Australia, they speak English there? I think so. Australian English. Real mate. Or uh, Indonesia or uh, Russia. If you bring this app with you, you can tell people in any of these countries what you are allergic to. You select uh, from the 14 available allergies in the app, which cover over 90% of all allergy cases in the world. You select what you're allergic to. Uh, you can even select if you have a vegetarian diet and um, it will show a message for that as well even so that's double cool double features man um, good shit necessity if you're allergic to some uh, some food uh, for sure most people yeah. are uh, poor millennials very true yeah myself included like this uh, this uh, app was born out of a problem that i had and uh, can't have dairy and peanuts which is pretty challenging <laughs> when you go to asia man <laughs> Good luck with that, man. Yeah. So, but it, it worked, man. I'm still alive. So you just select the select your allergies, select your diet, select your language, press the big yellow button, and it shows a warning message in the language of your choosing. That is alert, spelled with double L. Search for it in the iOS App Store, or go to alertapp.com. That's alert with double L. All right. Well, thank you for listening. And thank you for coming out, Thomas. It was a pleasure. It was a long conversation. Yeah, well, thanks for the opportunity. It was nice, uh, nice to do. First podcast ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I love the food too, man. Thanks yeah. again for that. All right, tell your friends. 
and all that shit. Thank you for listening. Yo, yo. See you next time. Peace.